can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free and bringing up whatever might have to be on your mind. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. And as always uh, in the studio, it's Ian and Mark. But joining us on the uh, third microphone here tonight, special guest host, sometime co-host, uh, maybe more often co-host in the in the very near future. <laughs> she certainly got a lot of press she this week. is going to be in high demand. I imagine that uh, our listeners who have already heard Meg on this show uh, have enjoyed her appearances. But uh, Meg McLean is with us tonight. Meg, welcome back to the, the program. Yeah, thanks for having me on tonight. And certainly welcome back to New Hampshire after a difficult week down in Florida, a week that you didn't expect to spend in Florida. You'd, yeah. you'd travel down there uh, to meet up with the guys from Liberty on Tour at libertyontour.com. And of course, our Saturday listeners are familiar with Pete and Adam. We've had them on the show a couple times, at least a few times uh, on the Saturday program. And uh, so they were down there wrapping up the Liberty on Tour. They'd, they'd gone across the country from starting here in New Hampshire all the way west to uh, California and then all the way east uh, through the south down to Miami. You met them down there. Had a great week with, uh, with Adam and Pete and did, you know, got involved in some activism down that way, I imagine. And then you thought you were going to go home on Monday from the Fort Lauderdale airport. Yep, and uh, that didn't end up working out so well. The bureaucrats had different ideas, apparently, after you dared, dared to ask questions. Uh, I I know that our, our weekday listeners have heard this to death, I'm sure, at this point, but I know that our Saturday listenership is an entirely different audience, so I want to just kind of have you recap Maybe briefly, yeah. uh, what uh, what was it that transpired? In case you were not paying attention to the internet this week, uh, Meg being the I think number two most viewed YouTube video, uh, the number six most Googled phrase this uh, at least at one point this week, the number two I think hottest topic on the internet according to Alexa. So if you happen to miss that little publicity explosion, then you don't know what went on uh, in Fort Lauderdale Airport as you were selected for a special body scan. Yeah, um, I was, you know, asked to go over to the body scanning machine. And because I'm, uh, you know, uncomfortable with somebody seeing my naked body, especially some stranger that I don't know, I opted out. And that's when they all decided to start screaming opt out and um, pull me over to this special secondary screening where I was supposedly going to have the secondary screening enhanced pat down, which these enhanced pat down procedures where they use full open palm and their fingers to now search. Now with more groping. Yeah, to search yeah. every crevice of your body. They call it resistance, but resistance being your genitals, mm-hmm. basically. And, and you know you can't get you can't find online a um, you know a, a, a complete explanation of exactly what it is they do. They just won't say. Sometimes it's back of the pants. It. Sometimes it's front of the hands. I think they just do different stuff. Well, uh, supposedly these enhanced pat downs have are a new program that just started about two weeks ago, and uh, you know they. They can't give all the information about their security, I guess, for security reasons. Right. Of course, you know, whether you get groped with the front of the hand or the back of the hand is very important to all the terrorists. Yes. And um, so before, you know, I was just going to allow them to, you know, feel me up. I had a few questions for them. And because these were questions that they weren't used to, it wasn't like, what's this procedure or anything like that. It was more, you know, where are your moral standings on this procedure? And do you feel that this is crossing the line? And, you know, how I far asked, would you go? Yeah. And I asked them, you know, what's your line in the sand? Will you ever receive an order that you think is going too far? And right. Hidden, nobody could give me that. These are Nuremberg kind of questions. I mean, you know, the questions for people that, uh, you know, where where does it all end? At, is, is there a, is there 
uh, too young of a child to take a naked, naked picture of. Um, I mean, you know, the, the TSA has told lies about, well, these pictures won't be kept in our database. Well, that's not true. We know. I mean, they've gotten out of the inter- Internet. How is it that these pictures that are kept on the inter- um, kept in the database are getting out on the Internet? Yeah. And so they didn't like my questions. And it went from, you know, a TSA officer to she got her manager or supervisor or whatever came over she started talking to me she didn't like my questions either they're not used to this the government first of all you're probably one of the only people that's ever bothered to ask any questions like especially the the type you were asking and government bureaucrats aren't used to the the sheep if you will just daring to uh, to buck a trend or to uh, to not go along with a flow if you will of all the other people that are just going along to get along right that's what you're supposed to do when it comes to the government you're just supposed to put your head down do what it takes to get through and i understand that's what i do when i'm in the airport i just need to get through i need to get to my flight i've never been three hours or early to an airport mm-hmm. i don't have the kind of time it takes to screw with these people i've got to get through there you know feel what you've got to feel buster i don't care let's roll yeah, and that's and, how I feel generally. And I went in there completely intending to, you know, not make this a whole activist thing. I wasn't there to make a big scene. I was there to catch a plane and go home. And it wasn't, you know, I was doing this to bring attention to myself. I, I just seriously, the thing made me uncomfortable. And so I wanted to ask some questions beforehand. Sure. You ended up being handcuffed at one point. You had tried to grab your camera to yeah. document what was going um, on. Well, when the police started arriving, that's, you know, I was all by myself. And since a camera is the first line of defense for any activist, I reached for my camera and, you know, they just started screaming, don't touch your bags. And it was at that point that they, you know, restrained me in that chair and told me, <laughs> you know, don't do anything they took off my bags to somewhere else and i'm yelling i don't consent to searches and they're just pulling everything out and they got my id and started passing that around and doing background checks and the guy's like well we don't know who you are and i was like i don't know who you are either and he said well you know you have that right i've to got look a badge up. i've yeah. got a badge somebody gave me a little stitch on badge for my blue shirt oh, no, i think they've got real badges now oh, they, yeah, got real they badges? have real metal badges yeah. soon jack boots and and they're starting to get like uh you know patches of commemoration and awards and stuff like that and it's just becoming more and more military it's it's so sad well so yeah so okay so they uh they handcuffed you they ended up you know releasing you obviously mm -hmm. and then they took you out of the airport at a certain point uh because and they tore up your ticket as well yeah it, it reached a point where it was pretty clear that i wasn't going to make the flight because i was you know held there for so long and my flight was already way past boarding so it was probably on the runway at that point and so they tore up my ticket and walked me out of the airport and they just sort of decided that because i was asking questions i was saying no which at mm. no point did i ever refuse the second pat down screening they whatever just refused it was. to answer your questions yeah they right? just refused to answer my questions and i wasn't going to go along with it until at least one of those got answered and they've got no obligation to uh to to, uh, to answer your questions it doesn't matter to them whether they satisfy you as a customer or not Right. Everybody says either that, way. Everybody says that the government, uh, you know, employees work for us, and it's just <laughs> not true. Show me some evidence of this. Like I know that your money that you pay in taxes goes to to fund them, but you know, a, a crime victim's money goes to fund a, a criminal. Right. I, yeah. I, you know, that doesn't mean that they that the the crime victim is the criminal's boss. Try acting like these people's boss. Or even right. Or even if you know if you get held up on the street by some common criminal, uh, you don't. 
you're not his boss with the money that he takes from you, and no one would ever think that they are. It's just the government has indoctrinated people so efficiently to believe that this is how it is, that, that there are servants. And yeah. how, they use the term public servant. Right. Well, what an effective criminal organization, right? Like they are so successful at blinding people into believing this story it's almost a stockholm syndrome to some extent and even if you've got stockholm syndrome you know the the person who's holding you captive in the terrorist situation isn't really there for you they're not there to help you out even if you've fallen in love with them or you've somehow you know come to uh, to appreciate them or the, or their or their plight or whatever you perceive of as their plight the plight it, of the workers yeah you're still not in charge of them uh, so 800-259-9231. So they kick you out of the airport. You're stuck down in Florida. And then unexpectedly, this all explodes into this wave of publicity. Uh, thanks to somebody for posting uh, the WeWon'tFly.com video over at uh, over at Drudge Report. George Donnelly from WeWon'tFly.com posted an interview you did on our show mm-hmm. about this uh, this incident. And it was a 15-minute interview, much you know, like what we've just been doing here. And it, it just exploded as a result of getting on the Drudge Report. You ended up getting uh, national media. You were on Good Day with Doug Steffen, which is a huge uh, syndicated uh, radio talk show. I've heard on, uh, mentions of it yeah. on uh, CNN and all the major uh, oh, yeah. cable news networks. It's, it's certainly made uh, quite the splash. And now you're here with us. You've uh, always been involved with Free Talk Live for a, a long time that I can think of. And so we're glad to have you here. And you're going to be here for the whole show tonight. So we're going to talk about whatever you want, of course, as we always do. If you've got a question for Meg, she's here. Uh, you know, she can feel that. Also, you're going to share with us some of the emails that you were sent. Oh, yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to get to some of those. Because as you might imagine, there were some very angry people, including TSA agents, that found Meg's email and shot her off what they thought. And a lot of people that were, uh, you know, commensurate. That's right. 800-259-9231. Your thoughts on the TSA or whatever you want. Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Refrigerated Cookie Dough. Who would you bake some love for? Find fun and easy baking ideas at tollhouse.com. Kids love doing arts and crafts projects, especially when you join in. Try channeling all that artistic energy into the kitchen and bake up some creative treats together. Think of your art supplies as the frosting, sprinkles, and decorating gels, and use cookies or cupcakes as your canvas. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com is the place to go. We've got archives there, a whole bunch of them, as a matter of fact, going all the way back to late 2006. In fact, there are new features that have been attached to the archive section. You can take a look at that. It'll allow you to discuss an archive or wiki about an archive or just download it. Go to freetalklive.com and enjoy the archives there, which are, by the way, brought to you by HostGator. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold all the time. I mean, you can't listen to talk radio at all without hearing about gold and silver, um, either as a hedge against inflation, investment, barter currency. I mean, it's gold and silver have been shooting up over the last couple of weeks. Uh, 
Well, we've teamed up with Midas Resources uh, to offer you some very special rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. What I found when I was buying gold and silver early on is that I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And people were offering all kinds of different things. What I've done is I've picked some pieces for beginners, people that just want to get in their hands some gold and silver. I recommend silver right now, personally. I think that uh, when you compare silver to gold right now, silver's got a lot, lot, lot farther away to go as far as going up. But go check out gold.freetalklive.com and see what we've got there. Compare the prices to the other places. It's gold.freetalklive.com. So we've been talking about the TSA quite a bit over the last week. It's been a major topic of a national conversation with the Drudge Report really kind of putting out a bunch. Of, really, it's been the headline over there for several days. And Meg, who's with us here tonight, uh, has been one of those headlines and has had an incredibly hectic week. Finally made it back here to New Hampshire uh, late last night after waltzing right through the security at the Tallahassee airport. Oh, yeah. Tallahassee was wonderful. Like uh, We got there and Adam from... Uh the Liberty on Tour guys, he went in there with me, got my ticket, and then we went up to the TSA offices and talked to the manager there. And he, oh, really? Yeah, he just said, you know, this is Meg. She's kind of had a row with the TSA, and we just wanted to make sure that we could, you know, get her through without any problems. And the guy said, well, first off, we don't even have the scanners here. And, you mm-hmm. know, you're not required to do a pat down unless the... um buzzer goes off when you go through the metal detector and so i didn't worry about that i don't have any metal plates or anything in me i don't wear a lot of jewelry Mm -hmm. so i go down there you know do the shoe thing i didn't even take my liquids out of my bag i just set it on the thing walk through and at the end there was a nice little old man smiling at me greeting me and picked up my stuff and walked off and i was like wow this is it this is all it takes and you know such a stark difference (laughs) from my first attempt and i i just I was floored at how easy that was. Well, that's the that's the perception of it all. But if you'll remember what it was like prior to nine eleven, and that and in prior to nine eleven, whatever scanners we had to go through, whatever security mild security screening managed to stop all the bombs that that were going to blow up airplanes and the airplanes that were flown into buildings up until that point. So, um, you know, and, and by the way, I don't think you can hijack a plane with a uh, with a box cutter anymore anywhere in the world, especially especially not in the United States of America. Nobody's going to put up with it. Sure. Well, and one of the things you touched on, Megan, some of your interviews was the marketplace providing security. Uh, the, a lot of the, the folks you were talking to, or at least one of the people you were talking to that I heard, uh, these talk show hosts, came at you from this perspective of, well, well, Meg, if, if we're not supposed to be scanning people and, uh, and patting them down, then what, how are we going to stop the terrorists? And you rightfully pointed out that uh, it's the marketplace that should be handling security so we can have competition in security and therefore innovation and different ways to yeah. uh, to do things like i have no idea the best way you know security isn't my forte i haven't studied security but if you put it out there people who have can come up with ideas and it can be tested and whatever is the best option can come out of that Better, right. yeah. the option that people want the most will come out of it too yeah you know some people may want less security may, um, that was my that was going to be my point is that we don't know what the marketplace will provide as far as security maybe some airline company will decide it's actually a better idea to allow certain weapons on board yeah well how about subsonic rounds or rubber bullets I mean, Knives. Try, try, try to hijack the plane with uh, every other person uh, you know every third person armed with, That's a, what I'm with a gun with rubber bullets exactly good right. luck with that 
Uh, so you're, you're certainly welcome to give us your thoughts on your experience with the TSA. Questions for Meg. She's here all night tonight, 800-259-9231, or bring up anything. Let's go to the phones and the fun, and if we get a chance, we'll get to some of the emails that Meg has been sent here. She's been swamped uh, with uh, with emails, and that's probably one of the more difficult parts of uh, dealing with this is the publicity explosion. Uh, let's continue here. Craig is on the line to start things out tonight on the Free Talk Live Live Saturday edition. Hello, Craig. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, you're in Austin. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, not much. So, um, uh, so I know. Sorry, I'm in Boston. Yeah. So I know you guys read my email earlier, but I emailed about the police kicking in my neighbor's door and shattering the frame. So I wanted to just talk about that briefly for the viewers, but discuss with you guys the uh, plan I've come up with as to what the really only reasonable way is for college students to counter this kind of behavior. You had sent an email, just to give our uh, listeners a, a clue here, that you'd sent an email in, basically you came home from a night out, you found the police had surrounded your duplex, you were trying to get home, you walked up the the, the stoop or whatever, and uh, the cops int- approached you and were very intimidating, and, and basically they'd busted into your neighbor's house and caused uh, some, some problems. Did they make arrests, or what, what happened? Yeah, so here's what happened. Yeah, so I came home and uh, was on the porch taking pictures of things. Of course, the cops come up trying to scare me, and you know, were you a part of this party? No, no, I just got home. I live here. You live in that apartment? Uh, no, sir, I live in this one. And, of course, the whole time they're talking to me, I'm just saying texts on my phone, ignoring them. But then they're like, was your apartment part of this shindag? And I said, no, officer, it wasn't. But, uh, yeah, so I, I could hear them as I'm on the porch. I could hear them in my neighbor's apartment threatening to, like, arrest people because they found drugs in the apartment, and they're, of course, reminding them that as pharmacy students, they could ruin their careers, yada, yada, yada. And then, sure enough, you know, after all the uh, trauma of the noise and the horrors of underage drinking and drugs, they left without even citing so much as a single person. Sounds to me like so, somebody got really, really lucky to me. I mean, you know, these... these well, that's, that's, that's what they try to make you feel like, right? They go in the apartment... Yeah, they try and scare everyone and talk this big game, so they think, oh, I got off lucky, when really the cops kicked in their door and shattered the door frame without probable cause, and that's the key here is that everyone was inside apartment, all the windows were shut, and they didn't, they wouldn't open the door because the cops were, were banging and kicking on the door so violently that they felt like if they opened it, the cops were, cops were going to kick it open. And the police were there, just so, a point of clarification, the police were there because someone made a noise complaint? Yeah, a noise complaint. Allegedly, that's what the cop claimed. That's so, that's so crazy. I'd imagine that by the time the police showed up, when they realized the police were out front, they likely turned the noise down. So normally it's a really good idea to not answer the door for the police. In this case, you're saying they didn't answer the door, and as a result, the cops just went ahead and busted their way on in. Well, yeah, and that's, I mean, I, in Boston, that's what happens because the college students, uh, you know, are not well liked by the normal residents of the city because the uh, you know police beat up on them a lot. And yeah, the it basically what happens is, you know, yeah, like the cops if they knock on the door, call me. People open the door and say, okay, officers, I apologize. We'll send everyone home and be quiet and close the door. But it's this endless cycle where the cops knock on the door so violently that if you so much as crack it open, they immediately kick it they in and charge it in. into your apartment. Come in. So that right. people don't. Yeah, so people don't open the door, and then when they kick it in, 
and, you know, destroyed the door frame. That's probably going to be hundreds of dollars worth of... I wonder of, if the reason why they didn't arrest anybody for anything was because, of, like you said, they didn't have any reason to be coming in like that, and it could be possibly challenged. Probable cause is oh, something for people wealthy enough to uh, take it to court, and, you know, college students aren't likely to be those people. Greg, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate the uh, the story. It's not an uncommon one where the police are, are harassing people that haven't harmed anybody else, and they're using way too much force. Having Making a loud party in the middle of the night could Coming up, you take control. This is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. Talk live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll free. It is the live Saturday edition, and the toll free number is brought to you by SACL CAI. The number 800 259 9231. That's 1 800 259 9231. Whether you want to talk about your experience with the, uh, the TSA, your thoughts on whether or not uh, you think that the invasiveness has crossed a line of what they're doing to people with this body scanning technology that they're beginning to implement. In as many airports as possible, the goal of implementing them in all of the airports in the United States. Or the new, more invasive, more groping hand pat-down using now the front of their hands instead of the backs and uh, with full grabbage on your private parts. Uh, it's also going on. And, and what's interesting is I've actually talked about the you got to have the boob twist, too, because, you know, they could be made of C4. Your, boob, your boobs, you mean? Yeah, mine, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll come back to that here in a moment. Also, your calls as well. Uh, but first, Mark, what if you're on medication? Uh, if you are on medication, you're get your, getting your meds at a local pharmacy, you're likely paying more than you have to. There is a better way. You can go to dis- discount prescription services. will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70%, and they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com. Uh, check out the page there. You can become a member by clicking on the left-hand side of the page. Their customer service is excellent. I have uh, gone through this process. I'm, I'm not steering you wrong on this one. It's meds.freetalklive.com. And it doesn't matter whether, what kind of prescription you're on, whether it's Zetia, Nexium, Lipitor, Amplify, Boniva, Cialis, Viagra. They'll help you with all of it. These people are experts, and, and they'll help you. Meds.freetalklive.com. I was talking with a friend recently, just kind of quickly on this. TSA topic, I was talking with a friend last night about her discussions with some people she knows regarding the TSA and uh, and what they're doing. And I guess she was talking with her roommate and her cousin on two separate occasions, and both of them had no idea this was going on. They were completely in the dark about what the TSA was doing. In fact, when they were informed about the new body scanners and the x-rays that they're putting into people's bodies and uh, the new invasive pat-downs, they were shocked. Lots of health concerns over it. They were shocked. That this was going on, that they couldn't believe that this was going on. I mean, it just reminded me, it was a helpful reminder for me to remember that not everybody is plugged in. People don't, how many people are walking into the airports and have no idea what it is they're doing? They don't know what machine they're walking through. Right. If you're walking through the metal detector now, really, I, I remember going into this other machine that I have no idea what it was, but it blew these bits of air on me. 
Yeah, the puffer machine. Yeah. And I have no idea what that thing did to Testing me. for bombs, I think. I, I think it was sniffing for, uh, you know, like gunpowder or something That's like right. that. And I don't, I don't, uh, you know, do a lot of shooting. Not my thing. But, um, you know, I, that, that could have been anything. It could have been anything. And yep. some, pe- some people are, are more, uh, you know, they're just, uh, their bodies are hyper reactive to different kinds of stuff. And if you have some kind of health concern over this, really, I mean, their own sol- the government doesn't take care of its own soldiers that have Gulf War syndrome and uh, have experienced depleted uranium and stuff like that. You think they're going to deal with you? They're going to look out for you? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure they will. They're going to help you out. Yeah, and this was an issue that I saw right away when I got there because every time you see a photo of one of these things online when, you know, it's in a news article or something, there's always a picture of the body scanner with a picture of a sign that has, like, an example of what it does, an explanation – that is not at the airport. I have not seen those signs at any airport. So people are walking into these things. And it's hard for me to realize this because I've been so into it. But a lot of them don't know what's happening to them when they yep. step in that machine. They're and, just doing what they're told. Yeah. And so many of the emails that I received were people who were like, I didn't know what was going on. And when I was told afterwards, I was so embarrassed. And mm. I just my heart broke for them because it's like they had no idea they were having naked photos taken of them that somebody was looking at in a different room. And they went through it, you know, completely trusting these people. And these people have now seen them nude. You know, so many people, uh, they just they don't they're not plugged in at all. They don't know what's going on. And it's important to remember that. I mean, we we can get lost in our little world here of being kind of at least semi-connected. I don't even consider myself that plugged in, but, but at least we kind of have some idea of what the government is doing out there. But there is a large segment of Americans that just they've got their head in the sand. And I don't blame them. It's it's pretty depressing uh, reading about and learning about what uh, what the government is doing and how they're getting more in, uh, oppressive and more invasive and more expensive and just, you know, just ruling over people's lives ever more, creating more rules and regulations and taxes for us to all follow. It, it makes a lot of sense to just stick your head in the sand and just focus on the things that are important in your life, right? I mean, to focus on work and focus on getting the bills paid and taking care of the kids and all the other things you need to focus on. But then, unfortunately, when you do that, the only downside is you end up getting blindsided by the police state when it all of a sudden just comes crashing in on you. Yeah. You know, and, I, oh, go, go, ahead. go ahead, Meg. Oh. I, <laughs> You're awful, Mark. Let the lady talk. I was just going to say, like... Uh, no, just go ahead, Mark. Now I've lost my train of thought, and you've so, just ruined the day. Well, you know, no surprise there. So what I was thinking about is what it, what is it possibly like for a, uh, a person who's been sexually abused to, you know, say that they don't want to go through this this you know new X-ray scanner? The old mag, uh, magnet scanners they they really didn't you know cause health concerns for the vast majority of people. But sorry, X-rays are radiation. I mean, doctors wear lead vests when they do this stuff. If you're a frequent traveler then it's not going to be particularly good for you. No. And the government's not going to do anything if it harms your health. What's it like if you're a frequent traveler and you've had sexual, you know, molestation issues? What's it going to be, this pat down going to be like when they when they do full on contact with your genitals? Uh, you know, they grab the, uh, you know, your breast to twist them to well, see Well, considering whether... we read an email from somebody who had actually been through that or a blog post, uh, it's Didn't pretty it traumatizing. Tonight. Yeah. It's pretty traumatizing. Let's go to your thoughts. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. And uh, Frank is in New York. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and Mark. Ah, good evening. Hey, Frank. Yeah, it's, uh, it really is sad that we're in this situation due to the fact that there was state-sponsored terrorism on 9-11. And last Christmas with the underwear bomber, uh, after the story, after the narrative 
was deconstructed. We realized that he got on with the help of either the CIA or the ISI or Mossad without a passport. And people on the plane from other countries were videotaping the whole thing. And it was a great way so that uh, uh, the former head of Homeland Security, Chertoff, and his company could make billions of dollars on these full-body scanners. Uh, just uh, egregious. And I wanted to just say about an experience I had traveling from Europe to the United States after 9-11. Okay. It was in November of 2001. And I had uh, got my plane in Paris, and I had taken probably about 50 rolls of film and uh, came back, went through the security at the airport in Paris, and they were saying that, oh, they wanted to uh, run my camera through the X-ray machine. <laughs> and I said, no, I don't want it because there's... there's your film. Well, not just the film, but I had film in lead bags. And they took the film out, and they were going to run it through the machine. They actually did this for half the batch. And luckily, the other half of the batch, I had a lead bag, so it went through. And uh, finally, when you know, I came to the States to disembark, uh, at the airport, the, the customs officials and I guess the TSA people came and said, oh, uh, you have to give up all of your food, all of your perfume, all of gift, all of the gifts that people were bringing before Thanksgiving. In fact, I had a $200 uh, Tipo Milano salami that's really outstanding. All sealed so that it could go through customs. But the TSA, I'm sure, would have much rather eaten it than you. No, I mean. well, what happened was they did that, but when, it, when I came in with my bags of film, they wanted to take the film from me because they weren't allowing film coming into the country. And I said, what? now, wait a minute. I have every right to my film. I was just through the most uh, rigorous uh, you know, uh, examination in Paris. Here I'm in the States. So I said, here, don't touch anything. Call the senator. And I had the senator's card for my state. And I said, you contact Senator so-and-so and have him call me immediately. So what happened? So 90 minutes I waited, I held on to my film, and then after 90 minutes, uh, they came out with a little Q-tip and a chemical solution to go on my undeveloped film cartridges and my camera and the lead bag. And literally, it was, it was amazing, but it was the first time they had had anyone stand up for the rights. So I ludicrous, said, and they aren't, they're not used to dealing with that. Frank, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate the story at 800-259-9231. If only more people were uh, you know we're able to stand up for their rights we're able to speak out against this we're Willing able to, to say no 1-800-259-9231 well they are going to with the opt-out day coming up here on the 24th we'll tell you about that coming up free talk live are you moving to new hampshire for the free state project maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own mark warden the porcupine realtor will help you find the perfect property do you want a home with 50 acres of land how about an income producing building perhaps a cabin on a lake, or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of these very airwaves. 1-800-259-9231. Unlike those other talk show hosts that want to take the weekends off, we continue to bring you live content. 
at freetalklive.com. You can go there. You can get interactive over on the BBS with other Free Talk Live listeners at bbs.freetalklive.com. And if you want to help support this show, you can do that by going to amazon.freetalklive.com to get your shopping done. Whatever it is that you're looking to buy, Amazon likely sells it. They've got everything from professional products to office products to baby stuff. I mean, you name it, camping supplies. Amazon probably sells what you're looking for and probably beats the price of the local retailer. Go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Get your shopping done. A Free Talk Live will get a portion of the proceeds from your sale. Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Also, if you are or know somebody who's a graduate student, a recent graduate, or an undergraduate, there's some internship programs you probably should know about. Whether you're interested in internships in federal or state policy, print, broadcast, new media, investigative journalism, go to libertarianinternships.com. They offer a stipend. They, it includes housing assistance. There's mentoring. Everything you could want from an internship program, they offer it for you there. It's libertarianinternships.com. You know, with the housing, or excuse me, with the employment market, the way it's going to be this uh, spring, summer, and fall, yeah, this is probably a good way to get yourself a, a job all set up. It's libertarianinternships.com. Let's continue taking your phone calls. Of course, you can bring up whatever you want. Uh, TSA, also a topic tonight. Meg is here with us. She, she made a big splash this week uh, on the internet as a result of the TSA harassing her over her just asking some questions. Uh, we can go to your phone calls, though. You can bring up anything. Let's talk first to, I believe, Ben is listening in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ben. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hi. Um, earlier in the week, I was on the Free King website, and I started a discussion about uh, how anarchy uh, fits into the libertarian uh, realm, and I guess uh, at the time I didn't really frame what I was talking about particularly well, and it was early in the morning, and I perhaps I made some analogies that didn't really make sense, but what I wanted to really discuss was how anarchy is really, um, well, in my mind, sort of a misdirection by the state to uh, further control us. Like, okay. I don't uh, something we're going to really object to that, because of are various kinds of self-proclaimed anarchists in the libertarian movement. I think I would even define myself as an anarcho-capitalist. But um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I think, okay. personally, I think that's a horrible term. And that's as somebody who used to use it for myself. Yeah, I mean, to a lot of people, when you say anarcho and uh, anarchist and capitalist together, I mean, you might as well be saying baby-raping baby vampire. <laughs> right, right. I, I don't agree with the term, and I think something else should be made for, like, Voluntarist has been thrown around, but I'd, I'd like to overview why I think the way it is, so I don't sort of sound coming out of left field with no real based on what I'm saying, and okay. maybe input uh, your own thoughts into it. Um, I think that in the the state uses education and the media to sort of frame their current existence. And I know, like when you grow up in school, they say, "Well, a long time ago, there were kings and queens, and then the people overthrew them, and maybe they wound up with a republic or a democracy or an oligarchy or." some other form of government, but eventually, once upon a time, we all became enlightened, and now we have a democracy where everyone is protected, and liberty and justice for all, and everyone decides what's fair and right and good and so forth. So it sort of makes themselves... That's the theory. I, I haven't seen it in practice, and I'd like somebody to show right, me, right. Show me uh, some evidence of that. 
Right, and nowhere in our Constitution does it even say democracy. Uh, we're supposedly a republic ruled by law. I don't know law. that there's any difference between those words. I think that's the difference between Zeus and Jupiter, quite honestly. Um, I mean, one's, one's a Latin term, one's a Greek term. One means of the people, and one means by the people. It's essentially the same thing. A republic, I mean, the, the, the Roman rep- Senate really bore no resemblance to what our uh, you know government has today, and that was, I guess, the first and only republic out there that one can use the example of. So I don't, I don't know that those terms mean anything. Okay. Um, let's say that a democracy is just like majority rule and a republic is ruled by law. Yeah, like well, it, I think that that's what some people that uh, you know believe that some Republicans would have you believe. However, I think the Dem- Democrats would say otherwise. And I haven't seen any evidence that they uh, do anything by the law. They yeah, do I don't see how want. you could even actually. Well, have I just don't see law. evidence that I'm part of either one. I agree with you. I mean, using terms okay. like "we have this," I don't have any of it. I'm not interested in uh, being a part of it. Okay, very well. Um, I agree. There's no real evidence, and you can say all sorts of oppressive things of our government. But the frame of it is that if you want to define what each one was, uh, laws are supposed to govern a republic and not a majority rule where simply everyone gets to determine everyone else's fate by a mass vote. There's supposed to be laws protected. That doesn't actually happen in practice, but that's what it's supposed to be. Okay. And, okay. All right. Well, I, I, I know that that's what Republicans will tell you. Go ahead. Yes. And I, I, I agree with you, by the way. I, I'm just trying to state what the government would state. Government doesn't say that crap. All right. However, I believe why democracy is far more understood and more common, and everyone will say, oh, we need, we live in a democracy, we spread democracy, is that democracy, um, from the government standpoint, uh, is a way to legitimize further control, that they sort of lead the public along by a uh, rope and say, hey, um, you guys determine everything, this is all fair, We're, you're our boss, and some further propaganda and um, nonsense like that. And the reality is is they try and take uh, rights away from everyone by making people believe that they can get what they want simply by a majority tyranny rule. And, of course, through government policies and very various propaganda, they will lead people on to believe that the best opinion is the government one and the status um, solution everything is the one they should all vote on. So I think it's like a, by design that democracy leads people away from believing that People's rights should be protected. So the old Benjamin Franklin quote, the democracy is two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner? Yes. Like that's a really quick way to just encapsulate that for people and really drive it home because people say, but – Oh, yeah, that'd be bad. Hey, Ben, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I know that there are a lot of people out there that really have this warm spot in their heart for democracy, and they believe that – I don't think they would say that that there aren't any rights in democracy, that uh, democracy in many many of their minds is all about rights and how it's the best system uh, for protecting people's rights. But, of course, that's all poppycock. What they they mean when they mean democracy is the same thing that a Republican means when they say a republic. I don't see the difference between either one at that point, though, because we live in a – republic supposedly but uh, i don't see any difference from a democracy it's resulted in the same tyranny the only difference would be a a political difference right would be that instead of uh, making decisions with a majority of people you're electing people with a majority of people to then make the decisions i mean it's just one more level of 
there would be some interesting levels of tyranny um, in democracy. That much is true. But I don't think you'd have quite the insider uh, lobbyist situation that you do with today's current government. With 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 democracy, you mean? With democracy. With the plethora of of smartphones, we could actually run a government through voting on your uh, computer or your smartphone. Not that it's a good idea. Not that it's a good idea. I'm just saying that it could be done. But then what would the politicians and the lobbyists in Washington, D.C. and the military-industrial complex do if people actually got to vote on these things? I'm not saying I'm for it, because if people are for democracy, then why aren't you for a democracy, say, for the whole world? Why not let the two billion Chinese decide as a voting block how the rest of us live? Well, I like what the the guy, I don't remember what his name was, but there's this this guy in Japan who um, got on their their national television over there, ran as a political candidate with basically a message. I thought that was New Zealand. No, Japan. He had this message of essentially destroying the system, and and at one point he ran for president in uh, in 2008 uh, from Japan. He ran for the American president uh, with the the campaign message of "We're all Americans. The Americans are in every country, almost every single country around the world, and they force their way on us, but we don't get a vote. So, uh, so you know, only th- only 200 million people get a vote in this particular government. The rest of us in the world, we're all Americans, but we don't get the vote. Uh, so, anybody that can't vote, your vote is a vote for me. And so he claimed himself the winner of the 2008 election, and uh, it was great. For president? Yeah. That's fun yeah, stuff. That guy was awesome. Uh, let's continue here with your thoughts. KK is on the line in Ocean City, Maryland, I believe, listening to WGMDFM. Hello, KK. Hi there. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, I was just chiming in about the TSA conversation you guys were having. Okay. And first and foremost, I've got to say, I don't know who the guy was talking about with the little the machine that puffs the air down on you. That's me. Yeah. 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 yeah my, my dad actually um, trains TSA members to use theirs on people. Basically, what it does is it radiates molecules. Molecules that are radiated naturally off your body are sucked into that machine. And what they test for you're right. It tests for TNT. It doesn't really test for drugs, mostly. I mean, okay. this depends on which airport you're at. But anyway, long story short, I completely agree with what they do and the security measures and everything like that. But to be honest with you, the TSA people are complete morons. They are people with barely GEDs, barely any education. Well, if I thought it would keep me safer, could I come over and molest you a little? (laughs) I'll tell you what, KK, if you can hang through the news, I'd like to continue the discussion. You you say you agree with the procedures, you just think the people that are doing them are are dumb. So maybe if we put smarter people in there, you'd think that's A-OK. It's like the the public school teacher conversation, where we should pay them $200,000 a year. We'll come back. KK, if you can hang through the news, we'll bring you back here in hour number two, which is next on Free Talk Live. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. This is a live Saturday show, Free Talk Live is the name of the program. And tonight, it is Ian in the studio with you. 
And Meg. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Main feature of the site actually allows you, the listener, to control the content of the site. You go there and you can vote on what other listeners have submitted as show prep suggestions. You can also submit something, too. Maybe it's a YouTube video. Maybe it's a blog post or a news article. Something you think is interesting. Something you think our listeners might like. You submit it to the site. Others vote. The most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the website, meaning we're more likely to see it and talk about it. So get over there and get interactive at freetalklive.com as we continue to uh, take your phone calls about what you want. And the TSA has been a heavy topic of discussion all week and also tonight here on Free Talk Live with uh, you telling your stories and uh, just comments on the the general rise of the police state. And, of course, the airports are really the, the primary source, the, uh, the proving, proving grounds, if you will, the testing grounds for new police state tactics that they're looking to shove down everyone's throats. And in this case, of course, we're referring to the latest developments, which would be the new body scanners that shoot a whole bunch of x-rays at you and then uh, essentially present a full body photograph of you completely naked. And I think it's from front and behind as well. Yeah, it's, not you're not, but you're, if, it, it's completely naked if you're blue. I mean, you know, it's this kind of blue color. thing, And without hair. Yeah. So, uh, so there's that. Or you can bypass that and go with the optional... Pat down, which is now more invasive than ever before. And KK is with us listening in Ocean City after Meg, who's, by the way, here in the, uh, the studio, was actually um, harassed by the TSA over this very issue when she asked questions they didn't like. Uh, KK, you say that you think this is great. You like these security procedures. You just don't like the TSA agents. You think they're not, uh, not very intelligent? Well, you're putting words on my mouth here. I never said it was great, but you know what I mean? And first and foremost, the... The TSA, as a majority, is is not is not of, of a police background. They're mostly just trained kids that want government jobs. Now, don't well, get me wrong. They have police uniforms and, now. Sure, they do. I mean, they're going to give everyone these uniforms. But I'm just saying, like, you're going to run into the wrong people at the wrong airport. They they know what they're doing. They're told what they're told to do, but they really. They don't have that background. They're just machines. They just program them to tell them certain things, and, you know, that's all they see. They really don't care about certain circumstances and things like that. But you know what? You know, I was standing in a line at BWI. I was flying to Boston with my husband, and, of course, there's long-ass lines last, you know, last week, and, of course, they pull us out of line because we are heavily tattooed. You know, we're covered mm-hmm. head to toe. So of all the people in line, who they pick? Sure, they pick us. Well, what do they do? They swipe our hands. And my husband asked, what is this for? You know, why did you do that? You have every right to ask them what they're doing. And she's like, oh, I'm just testing. And that's it. And they walk away. Like, they really, they don't care about these people. They don't, you know, they really don't know what they're doing. So to be honest with you, like, I just, I... I completely get that they're profiling, and I actually, I'm A-okay with it. Well, I, I understand that people profile criminals, and I, I get that. But I guess, you know, and I, and I agree that if you had smarter TSA agents, you know, on average, you made them, you know, may, they have to have bachelor's degrees or something like that, that you'll have a, uh, a more competent, incompetent government bureaucracy. I would agree with you that the FBI, um, you know, through funding and through higher level police uh, officers, is better than your average podunk county. Uh, sheriff's office. I'll, you know, I, I'd agree with that, but you know, I just don't. 
don't think that you can actually take the incentives of government, which is, you know, no incent, not not really incentives in the same way that you and I deal with incentives in the regular workplace where we have to satisfy customers and things like that. Because if a smart TSA agent doesn't get you through the line quickly and you miss your flight or they, you know, make your your flight uncomfortable because they, uh, you know, molest your boobs or or they uh, take naked pictures of your kids or whatever it is that they do, they, they don't have any uh, – the marketplace can't – uh, you know, do the opposite of rewarding them. They can't uh, take away their business because you have to go through the TSA lineup unless sure. you're extraordinarily rich, in which case you get a, fl- a private airplane and you don't have to deal with these folks. Yeah, and for me, it doesn't matter how smart these people are. It's not a question of their intelligence. It's a question of their morals because, you know, I kept asking them moral questions and it it doesn't take much intelligence to tell whether you're doing something wrong or not. You know, Well, as a passenger and a citizen, you do have options. Okay, the first option is don't fly. If you don't right. like it, then don't fly. You can drive, sure. But for the majority of people... That's like telling me to move out of the country if I don't like the laws here. And, and that's what, just such an easy way to go. It's true. And KK, what if they start putting checkpoints in the streets? Then what are your options? I mean, they're already checkpointing buses and trains. Well, sure. That's that's a good thing. I mean, you guys ever take a Greyhound bus? You know how many people smuggle drugs on there? So? Who cares if they're oh, this smuggling drugs? This isn't about drugs. drugs. <laughs> whoa, whoa, KK, this isn't about drugs. Don't you think that people have the right to put in their bodies what they want to put in their bodies? I know. If a stoner's yeah. on my flight, well, it's sure. not going to hurt you know me. What? But, back, but, I mean, I guess back to what we're really talking about with these scanners and, I guess, being so invasive, you do have options, too. I mean, you walk up to a person now and you say, look, I don't feel comfortable doing this. They will take you in the back and they will do another exam. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be taken into a back room and molested either. Right. If you don't want well, to sure, take a picture, would you rather? Picture. Would you rather be blown to bits by terrorists? At this I point, mean, yes. Like, I would. <laughs> okay. How well, many terrorists have the, t- I mean, have the t- wait, wait? How many terrorists have the TSA caught since nine eleven? I couldn't tell you. Zero, Zero. is the answer. Zippo. Okay, and, they and, they miss, and they miss what, 50% of the guns, knives, and bombs that they test themselves oh, yeah. on when, with their own t- uh, red team. At what point do we say, hey, this government bureaucracy is a failure and we should try something different? Yeah, during my whole ordeal, like all the attention that they were putting on me, all everything that they were searching, they didn't catch. I forgot. I had razors in my bag. Nobody caught that. Yeah. Good, huh? Yeah, well, you, you know what I mean? Like, there's people that are good at what they do, and then there's people that really don't care yeah, what they but do. It sounds like everybody is bad here. It's, it, KK, yeah. my issue with you is that uh, you're looking at the people of the TSA, and you're saying, well, that's where the breakdown is. And you're all fine with people having uh, us having our privacy invaded in the name of this so-called security that doesn't even exist. As Mark pointed out, it's just TS, it's a security theater where they try to make it look like there's something happening that's significant, but in point of fact, all of it does is just justif- uh, justifies the existence of this government agency and justifies their continued expansion and the hiring of more bureaucrats. And the well, sure. Ever- well, you're, you're thinking of it on a higher level of, okay, this is like the government not thinking of TSA. Leaving yeah, the TSA out of it. The people, I, I, agree, I, mean, I, I agree the tactics are, are a little just immoral, but, I mean, how else would you go about it if you're trying to prevent something horrible from happening to lot Good question. It's a great question. How yeah, do you go? Like how about do you it? prevent uh, uh, terrorists from attacking? And well, first off, I'd say stay the heck out of their country and yeah. stop blowing up their their moms and their children and things like that. Yep. And then you'll have a lot fewer people that want to, to terrorize you. So that's step one. Get the heck out yeah. of their country. Stop killing people. Bring uh, the you know the the what is it? Half a million U.S. troops out of a hundred and thirty military base, uh, hundred uh, seven hundred military bases in a hundred and thirty nations. Put them back in the United States and have the department. Department of Defense be concerned with defense and not offense.
That would be a good first step. And then the other step would be to get the government out of the airline security business and let each airline decide for themselves what level of security they want. How's that sound? Well, in a perfect world, that would work. But unfortunately, we live in an imperfect world. So, well, you know, so we're going to continue to molest rape victims and take naked pictures of children until we can have a perfect world. I mean, maybe we should well, take steps. You're not really molesting people when you're patting them down. I oh, mean, like, what do you think rape, rape victims? See, what do you think a rape victim feels like? Well, they're either not going to fly, or they're just going to have to get everybody huh? they want to fly. Screw those those gals who got raped. <laughs> Yep, now they can't fly. All right, well, too well, bad, Well, they're ladies. free as long as they don't want to get in the air and travel so, across the so, country. Okay, so get, riddle me this, Batman. So what happens when a black person wants to fly and they say, oh, you picked me out of line because I'm black. Now you're going to fondle me. Then it's going to be a whole racist you. Then it's going to be all these I think we just gave you some answers that, that include not fondling people. If you leave it to the airlines, then it's my business with whom I deal with. If Southwest has the fondling program, but U.S. Air doesn't have the fondling program, and I decide I don't want to be fondled, I go to U.S. Air. If I like a good fondling, I go to Southwest. If I want to fly on the airline that, has, uh, that allows me to, to bring rubber bullets or subsonic rounds in my gun on the airline, then I can do that. I'll tell you what, I've been to many gun shows and there's never been a crime. KK, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. I was at a gun show once when a, uh, a firearm did go off and that was pretty scary. Yeah, well, it went off. I yeah. Mean, Luckily, no one got hurt. Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, so, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Are you a supporter of the security state? 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com where you'll find that the features are completely free. So head over there and enjoy those, including our mobile site. If you've got a smartphone, you can punch up m.freetalklive.com to get quick access to our streams as well as our podcast over at m.freetalklive.com. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This, isn't, uh, th- this cruise isn't a convention on the water. It's really an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf. I've never seen this all this stuff on a cruise liner before. Uh, the ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011, but you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com and do it today. It's cruise.freetalklive.com. All right, let's continue with your thoughts on the phones. And to the fun, we go to Jeff listening to WTKG in Grand Rapids. Hello, Jeff. Yes, hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I agree with you. I think our leaders are just filling the populace with fear, basically. In other words, the more fear you can get the people, uh, the harder it is to re retrieve any of our funds from the uh, military uh, machine that's going in. The, uh, 
corporate people who invest in the corporations and the companies and the corporations that build weapons of war and keep war going, they just go on and on. And it seems like they're the golden goose and nobody can touch them. Yeah, I, I saw a bumper sticker once and I really like it. And it, it was, um, you, know the re- you know the reason that they won't stop all the killing? It's because they're making a killing off of all that killing. Mm-hmm, and it's, it's really true. You know, uh, there's one thing I disagree with what you said, Jeff. Uh, you called them our leaders. I'm sorry, but oh, well. uh, I take real issue with that. They his are not my leaders. tongue was in his cheek. They are not my leaders. No, it's, it, I don't know if it's tongue-in-cheek. It's just something we've been trained to say. We've been trained to call these politicians leaders. And I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want anybody like George Bush or Barack Obama telling me what to do or in any way considering them a leader. What do you think about that, Jeff? Uh, they can squash you pretty hard if they want to. Indeed. That doesn't mean they're your leader. <laughs> Genghis Khan would not have been my leader either. And he could like squash that. me too. I like that. That's pretty good. But yeah, that's, that's exactly your, your statement there is spot on. They couldn't squash you hard. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows this about the government, that it's a violent agency of coercive force that aggresses against peaceful people. And that's uh, one of the reasons why so many people pay taxes, because they're, they're afraid they might get squashed uh, by these people. And it's just more evidence that it's just nothing more than a criminal gang. It's a criminal enterprise from top to bottom. I'd like to leave on an up note, though. Yes, sir. You know, this country's still full of real creative, wonderful, genius people. Yes. And we could do so much, so much to, to make this world really a lot better place. There are people out there that know how to do things and build things, but this country's got to get back to manufacturing. We got to get ideas instead of killing people. We got to learn how to make this place a better place. Sounds make good. better homes, make better cars, yeah. make better. Whatever. And the thing is, we can do it. Yep. I agree with all that. And the thank power you, Jeff. of love will conquer the love of power. Thank you, Jeff. I certainly appreciate it. And those things can be done easier without the uh, government criminal gang around. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think, I mean, a lot of people focus on this whole fear issue and, you know, you have to overcome your fears and, and be strong and, you know, stand up to them without fear. But it, you never really overcome the fear. I mean, throughout my entire experience this past week, I was scared throughout that whole thing. It you never lose that fear, but you know, at a certain point, you just have point, to put it aside. You just you have can. to endure it. I mean, you just have to say, okay, this is something I'm going to have to deal with. I, t- because- I try not to think about it because sometimes I get those thoughts that'll pop into my head. Well, what if they do this? Well, what if they do that? Well, what if they do this? And I just have to, I just have to just reject it and yeah. and and forget about it and do something to think positively about something else just to shift my act to actively shift my thoughts away from the negativity and the fear and shift them toward a thought of what could be a thought of uh, what it is i want a thought of what should be coming instead of this this you know this fear vision of uh what some and some people can get trapped in this you know they start thinking about well the dollar's going to crash and we're all going to have uh, hard times and it's going to be terrible i have to eat the dog and you know this it's a very fear-based lack-based mentality it's not to say that things like that are impossible uh but i don't like to think about them i don't like to have myself in that particular mindset uh so sam was over here uh, earlier this week and he was uh, he's kind of you know getting prepared for the big one whatever whatever that he thinks is, is going to happen today? tomorrow no i think it's tomorrow he thinks okay. it's going to happen tomorrow and uh and he's like yeah you want to you want to check and make sure you got uh, what you're going to need and make a list and the I big said, one as in like a bomb or no it's uh there's been there's some event that's supposed to occur it's been uh it's been predicted by some a computer yeah so 
some computer on the internet or something like that, and apparently it's right half the time, and, and they're certain so of it the this claim. time. Yeah. That's the claim, at least. No, I'm know. still confused as to what's going to occur. The they, they nobody don't know. knows. Yeah. Oh. Nobody it knows. could be a comet. It could be a you know a mass racial riot. It could be uh, or it could the, be nothing. The, the right? seas, uh, you know, the seas swallowing us all up. Who and knows? I'd prefer to focus on it being nothing. I don't want to focus on it being. I mean, if if there's truth to the statement that we create our own reality, that uh, that we're all co-creators together, and that we're making this reality as it uh, as it happens to some extent, you know, this kind of spiritual um, new age uh, vision. If, if there's truth to that, then I, I looked at him and I said, you know, I don't want to co-create this with you, Sam. This is not what, I, this is not what I'm looking for. Uh, I, I think that uh, I trust that the marketplace can handle things like uh, food shortages and, and whatever the issues would be uh, that would come up. And, you know, maybe I'm wrong about that and I'll starve to death uh, in the cold here in New Hampshire. But I don't th- – it's just it. I just don't like to think about these things. I don't like to uh, – Can't imagine something like that occurring. I don't like to spend time and my brain uh, – my brain ticks if you will. I only have so many of them and I don't like to spend it on that negative stuff. And some people listen to that and say, well, that's, that's stupid. Well, it's not to say, I've, I've got a few, can- I've got some canned food. I mean, I'll last a week. Maybe two. Uh, but, you know, I just, I'm just not There's always the cat. Yeah. There's a couple of meals there. So, I don't know. The neighbor's cats, they're all over the place. If, if, when the big one hits, you just go get the neighbor's cats as quick as you can. I think getting, uh, getting rid of the fear mentality yeah, is well, a really important thing for, for people to do because it pours in from so many different places. The government wants you to be afraid. The media wants you to be afraid. And they all benefit from it. Your fear benefits them because if you're afraid of them, they'll, you'll do what they say. Whether when the government's uh, in the government's case, it's handing over half of your income to them, or in the media's case, it's holding through a commercial break. Oh yeah, uh, like when I was in Florida, I mean, I was in a hotel, and I never watch TV. I don't own a TV, and uh, we were just hanging out one day. It was all rainy, and I had it on, and the news was playing, and I haven't sat down and watched the news in so long, and there was like a story going on about some horrible stuff that was going on. There was also a you know runner at the bottom just telling like the most awful stories like child raped child murdered Mm. you know 10 dead and explosion stuff like that and i'm just like no wonder everybody is so afraid if this is what they're seeing on a daily basis i forgot that that existed i mean i'm always hacking at the mainstream media but to sit down and actually watch it i understand why i dislike it so much mainstream the 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 cable news isn't nearly as bad as like the nightly news or the uh the local news I think the local news is terrible because it's all like robberies and violence that has happened on a local level. They just find every mm. bit of bad news they can find. Gas station robbed. Here's what the person looks like. Oh no, I want to see the world's giant cookie in a puppy parade. <laughs> <laughs> I w- Look, if they would just have the puff piece that's at the end of the local nightly news and just do a bunch of those, I'd be more likely to watch that. Yeah, you say that, Mark, but I don't know if the numbers really bear that out as far as what other people are most likely to watch. 800-259-9231. But I do share those concerns. Your thoughts are welcome. You can bring up whatever you want. A comment on a fear-based mentality or take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Parents of America, beware. The nefarious brigands known as Yerkish are now offering a free download of their so-called music at yerkish.com slash FTL. That's Y-E-R-K-I-S-H dot com slash FTL. Be warned. Exposure to this addictive, mind-altering rock and roll has been shown to cause frustration, damnation, even sexual deviance. So fathers, lock up your daughters. Mothers, cover your sons' ears and do whatever it takes to keep them away from yerkish.com slash FTL.
take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site. They're free. So head over there. Enjoy those on us, those other talk show hosts. They want to charge you for accessing their websites. We do it free over at freetalklive.com. You can get signed up for our news updates Be kept in the loop with what's going on with the show. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get on our updates list. You can follow us via email or Twitter or Facebook or all of the above. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get on board for free. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. Freedomcam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The GPS Black Box Dash Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops and all other driving incidents, including accidents, things like that, I mean, imagine if you have the evidence on your side in an accident. Protect yourself with the ultimate witness at freedomcam.net. I've gotten this product, and I think it's great. Freedomcam.net. All right, 800-259-9231. You bring up what you want. Mark is in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Meg, and another Mark. Hello, Mark. Hey, good afternoon, or good evening, I suppose. Indeed, sir. What's on your mind? What's on my mind is um, the the airport body scanners are a bad thing, but they they don't affect everyone. What do you mean? Well... I don't fly, so I'm not going to a scanner. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's but, true. Um, and, and domestic air travel is down by 30%, um, and I believe international air, tra- air travel is down by a similar number, like 25%. So um, since 9-11, a lot of people aren't flying, and one could say it's the terrorists. One could say it's the TSA. Well, but, but my thinking is you've got to bring it, uh, the issue to a local level uh, and bring up the fact that it is against the law in the United States to retire. It's absolutely against the law because my thinking is if you want to retire, you want to stop working. But as long as your land is taxed, you have to produce something to give to Uncle Sam or Uncle Sam's going to point a gun at your head and take your land. It's true. Therefore, it's against the law to retire. Well, I think it's a little misleading. You could make enough money that you could invest it and then uh, the, your, your money would work for you and you'd pay that money. To- Are you going to tie in retirement uh, to the TSA or is that just somewhere else you wanted to go entirely? It's fine if it is. Well, but my thing is, the slavery is at the, t- is at the TSA. The slavery is right there in your yard. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. The c- and, and that, citizenship is the new slavery. Well, that's what I want people to think. And to say, well, you can invest. Well, you, that's still working for Uncle Sam in order for him not to point a gun to your head and take your house. Absolutely. You anytime, anytime you've got a, a group of people, men and women out there, telling you that you need to do as they say or else, you're their slave. Yeah, and it's the same. It's the same in every country. Whether you move uh, to Costa Rica and then you pay Uncle Juan uh, to in order to you know live wherever you live, but it doesn't matter. But we got to take this to the city councils and have and point out to them that they <laughs> are the guys with the guns that are robbing the people. It's Why don't we just not listen to them anymore? Just ignore them. Pretend they're not there. Yeah, I've told the because, city council that because they'll good. send the guns. They'll send the guns to your house and get you anyway. You you've got to point out to them that they are the slave masters and we are the slaves. They don't care. I agree, but and but you know the you'll probably be as successful as the slaves were asking the slave masters, please don't hit me again. Please I, don't sleep with my wife. Uh, please I've don't, done this. Know, but hold on, I've sell my done children. This. I've done this. There here in Keene, New Hampshire, there is a morning show on Saturday mornings called Talk Back, and it's ho- it's hosted 
like 99% of the time by city councilors. And I've made it very clear that as the, even though they're very nice people, I've met a number of them in person and they're very nice and uh, they don't think of it in the way that your, uh, you and I would say it, but I've, I've, I've specified this to them. I've made it clear to them that what they're involved in is a criminal enterprise. They're threatening people. They're threatening to steal people's homes from them if they don't pay these property taxes. People will have their, they'll be taken, their homes will be taken from them. They will be kicked out of their own homes into the street. I mean, I've, I've made this crystal clear, but there's always some excuse for it. There's always some justification in their mind for the system. Well, that's the system. It is the system. And well, that's too bad if you don't like it, etc. And there's always something that they can say to it to justify it. Well, you voted for us or so on and so forth. And so really the best solution, in my opinion, is to get people that love freedom together uh, in the same place. What if a bunch of us got together in the same place and then decided, yeah, we're just not going to pay uh, this portion of the property tax or maybe all of it? Uh, what if what if that happened? How would that change what they could do? Well, if, if people got together and filled those city council seats, then you can make the change. But the city council is going to rationalize everything they do. But you, if you can get that person on record to say, "I am a slave master, and the people are <laughs> my slaves," make them. But you got them. You can make them do it. You can. I would love you to hear you do that. Let me know when uh, – I want you to record that when you get one of the city councilors to admit that. because yeah, that's, that's a phrase we've been trying to get out of these people for a year, and they'll all the people here it. haven't figured out a way to get them to say that the, yet. The city manager, I sat down with him for uh, for about 45 minutes once, and I had a bunch of questions that I wanted to ask. And, and he managed to squirm his way out of uh, most everything. But I, I essentially did ask him, well, what would happen if I don't pay the property tax? You know, what will happen to me? He's well – and I forget exactly uh, – I'd have to paraphrase what he said. But essentially, he didn't come right out and say what would happen. But he said, well, there would be consequences. And yeah, we well, we'll, we'll try to help you pay. Yeah, we you both, we'll, we'll find a way to help you pay us. Yeah. Yeah. So we both know what he means by the consequences, but he won't explicitly say it. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it. And let us know. If you get that audio, I'd love to hear somebody getting a city councilor to admit, yeah, we own you. You know, it would be, um, you know, people will say that, look, you have to pay the city for these things. They provide you with fire and trash and police and whatever it is. But, you know, they really don't give you an option. Each one of these things is a monopoly and they're, you're forced mm-hmm. to fund them. Well, yes. not the trash here. <laughs> That's true. I, right. You don't have to have trash, by the way. We managed to run a city here in Keene, New Hampshire without trash pickup. I mean, people do it run in the free the market. Yeah, the, the marketplace is yeah, in, in The marketplace does it and it, and it works fine. It's but about duck, the same price. They'll dodge. They'll, uh, you know, they, they don't see it that way. They see themselves as duly elected, that this is what the people want. They're just doing what the people right. want. Well, even. they're not duly elected. Most of the city elections are, you know, elected by some like something like between 10 and 25 percent of their the population. Fault. That doesn't and matter. You're, you're talking about, in, in some cases, it's three-way races, so it's even less than half of those people. Irrelevant to them. Yeah, It doesn't matter. If one person came out and voted for these jackballs, they'd think that they had had a mandate. That's right. If because they everybody came out else... and voted for themselves. Well, right. Their, their viewpoint would be that everybody else is just happy with the way things are, and so they didn't come out to vote. So you'll never get them to admit that. That's not their paradigm. And to admit that that – for them to say something like that would mean accepting your paradigm that they are your slave masters. And that would be unacceptable to most of them because most of them didn't get into it because of that reason. They got into it because they believed that they could help the community or they got into it because they wanted to be a public servant or you know they thought they could make things better. Most people aren't in the government. Most, I don't, I don't, maybe there are some people that are just evil and they just want to control <laughs> But I think, I think most people got into it because they 
they wanted to to do what they thought they could help. And they see this system as the system, and they plug themselves into it, and they are making decisions, and darn it, you have to break a few eggs to make those omelets, and well, that's just the way it is. And that's why talking to us is so hard for them, is because, you know, they don't want to be the bad guy. They think of themselves as a good guy, mm-hmm. so if we you know, come off to them saying that, hey, no, you're the bad guy in this situation, they're instantly going to discredit anything that we have to say because they think, oh, deep down, I'm doing this for the good. So it's it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. And so that's one of the ways that we can change that is by changing the conversation and bringing more people into a similar area to uh, to bring the ideas of liberty into the discussion, whatever the discussion might happen to be. And we'll tell you more about how to do that with the Free State Project here in a little bit. To the phones, though, and the fun. Talk to Matt listening to WTAR in Virginia. Hey, Matt, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Megan, Mark. Hello. Hey. Um, I just wanted to, to talk with you about the TSA and the reason why we have the TSA. When you go on vacation, you don't open up all your doors and all your windows and leave for a week. Um, You lock all your doors. When you're there at home at night, you lock your doors. You lock your car doors. It depends on where you live. Well, most people do. And when you go into a city, you, you, you lock your car doors. It's a complete and false sense of security. There is, If somebody wants to get into your car, if somebody wants to get into your house, they are going to do it. It's true. We yep. still TSA's lock all theater. our doors. Otherwise, you you have no barriers whatsoever. The TSA serves that purpose. Hmm. I'll tell you what. I'll bring you back here, Matt. If you want, hang on. We'll let you ex- explicate further in moments. 800-259-9231. Why we need or they need us, right? It's Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. The live Saturday edition. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Inviting you to our website as well. You can go there and enjoy the various features on our site totally free. Unlike those other talk shows that charge you for their sites, we do it free. But, you know, if you want to voluntarily support the show, you can do that by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. For as little as three bucks a month, we'll take that money and reinvest it into the show. Get on more radio stations around the country. Bring more Internet listeners on board with the program and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. Go to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Dot com. And I mentioned earlier the Free State Project. I think that's a really good solution. For those of you out there that are listening to this program that understand what liberty means, you understand that in order to be free, you've got to let other people be free. Uh, you have to uh, honor your neighbor's choices and not aggress against uh, peaceful people. If you understand what that is all about, then join up with the Free State Project and make the move to New Hampshire, as we have done. The three of us on this program uh, have made the move here. Meg, you all the way from Oregon, uh, Mark and myself all the way from Florida. People are coming here, in fact, from in some places around the world uh, to to get here, to get around other 
like-minded, liberty-oriented people. And Meg, you've been here for about three years now, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, it's almost three years now. How's it been for you? I mean, what have you seen change from the beginning of when you got here to where we are now? Well, I mean, definitely one of the perks is there are more women now. So uh, mm. women, you're encouraged to come up here and, you know, get the sausage fest a little more <laughs> even out. But um, I, I definitely have seen, you know, the changes, especially just in Keene. I mean... We are sort of, you know, a little more segregated from the rest of New Hampshire. So I have been focusing on what we've been doing here. But some of the things that we've been able to accomplish are just amazing, like the uh, 420 celebrations. I mean, that to me is so huge that I, I can walk downtown and smoke a joint and not be bothered. Yeah, it's been uh, incredible. There have been some amazing successes, and it's so early on at this point, too. So the movement has barely begun, and you can get in on the ground floor at uh, freestateproject.org and move sooner rather than later. I mean, the the official move doesn't even start until the Free State Project reaches 20,000 participants. It's it's around uh, 10,500 right now. That is 10,500 people who have said, stated their intent uh, to make the move to New Hampshire and get active. Now, that could mean uh, doing politics. It could mean doing uh, creating media or doing outreach. Or... Yeah, they've got uh, actually the free st- there's what 15, it's between 10 and 15 Free State Project members have been elected to the state house. That's huge. Yeah, that's this year and it's in- incredible and it's up from four, I think, two years ago. So it's just Yeah, and so if you're even like Slightly considering it, come to Porkfest and you will be here by the end of Porkfest. Or the Liberty Forum, which is coming up, I think, in March. I should probably pull up the dates on that. But, uh, yeah, we'll tell you more about that as it gets closer. It's a great opportunity to come up here and meet some of these, uh, a few hundred of these like-minded, liberty-oriented people that are really some of the best activists and some of the nicest folks, too. Freestateproject.org and... Make sure you uh, drop on by the Next 1000 Pledge at pledgebank.com slash next1000 to sign up for that, too. All right, let's continue here uh, with Matt. I believe he's still with us in Norfolk listening to WTAR. Matt, are you there? Yes, I am. Now, you were explaining to us, and we ran out of time in that last segment, but you were explaining to us uh, why you think the TSA is important or necessary. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well, basically, I was making the comparison that the TSA is the sliding glass door to your house. That One-inch plate glass will not stop anybody who wishes you ill will. But many of us, depending on where you live, lock that one-inch or one-eighth-inch plate glass and get a sense of my house, my home is now secure. I can leave for a week, go on vacation. Oh, my door is locked. I I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, my door has never molested me. (laughs) <laughs> and you can choose well, to lock it as well. You that's don't get to your choose. definition of molestation. I, I, me personally, I would go through the scanner process. That okay, my door has never requested naked, naked photos, photos of me as, as well. So, and well, with the door, that's a bit of a ridiculous comparison to say to say to the door that the concept of the sense of security. Yes, your door locked, which will stop no one who wants to do you ill will. I don't feel Wait, secure. Will, there's, there's a problem with the analogy, right? Like there are a lot more casual burglars than there are casual airline hack, hi, hijackers. Okay, so what you're saying is is that the glass door will only stop the casual burglar, and it really will stop the casual burglar. Most people well, won't. Now, What's now that? wait a second. Two hundred people don't die when somebody breaks into a home to steal your jewelry, and. 
Okay, so let me let me make this this point then. Uh, do, you, do you remember the Volga? Have you ever heard of this car? It's uh, the car that uh, the Russian government made. No, I've never it had heard hay of for seats. Um, it had, I think, two <laughs> cylinders. It was a, a rickety claptrap vehicle. It was the only thing you could buy in the Soviet Union because they had a monopoly on the production of automobiles, a monopoly on just about everything because it was a communist country or a social, uh, so, socialist country. That's what we have in airline travel. We have a socialist airline travel uh, protection agency. And you're not going to see any innovations in the area of airline protection because the TSA doesn't need to do that. The innovations that they come up with is every time somebody does something around the world, they, oh, well, somebody tried to make a bomb with liquid. No more water. At least not water in a, in a container larger than 3.2 ounces. You have as much water as you want as long as you can fit it in a quart bag. I mean, you know, like really nutty, stupid, stupid rules run by people that clearly are not thinking about this stuff at all, but you don't have the marketplace innovating. And this is supposed to be the seat of freedom here in the world. And instead, what we fell back on, you know, the Republicans decided to do, let's solve this problem with more bureaucracy, with, with uh, the free market with Republicans, right? I mean, how much, how much good service do you ever get from a monopoly? However, that is what the majority of the public demands and would demand. I don't know if that's true. Why is uh, why is air travel down by 30%? And I have never seen any sort of study or vote where the people were allowed to choose these things. Well, your proposal that we fly, bring your guns and your rubber bullets, I wouldn't fly that airline. You I should don't be think able to any, choose that. I would, not, I would not jump on a plane coming out of uh, Tehran on we fly, bring your guns and your rubber bullets. Well, I would not fly, fly on that plane. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's first off point out that I said... Actually, stop. I've been in, in the Middle East and I've, fought in Iraq. I, I've, I, I've, only take, I've only been to Palestine, didn't have, a, didn't have a flight out of there. Why didn't you go and give hugs? <laughs> Right. So the, the, the point that I, I you know, have on this is that you're not going to – you're going to see – the first step was stop invading people's countries, right? Like that's what I said first. Then let airlines decide what their own uh, level of security is going to be. That way there's innovation in the marketplace. That way if you there were... may very well never be an airline that comes up with the rubber bullet plan. I'm just using that as one example. You didn't point out the naked airline um, example. Uh, why, why not an airline where everybody just has to fly naked? I'd actually be uh, you, you, don't want me, you don't want me flying on that one. Thanks for the call tonight, Matt. I appreciate hearing from you. And, and that would be it. You would get to choose what you want. I mean, right now, with the glass door, with his sliding glass door example, you, as the homeowner, get to choose whether or not you have a sliding glass door. You get to choose. You could have like a sliding, rolling door that's from a we safe need in a bank. Bureaucrats if you wanted to, to come to people's houses and, 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 and give us security analysis. So you can choose, you know, what level of security you want at home. You can choose whether to lock the glass door. You can choose whether to have concrete uh, slab instead of a glass door. You can, uh, you know, put all kinds of security elements in uh, to make yourself whatever to whatever level makes you feel good. But the TSA is just one size fits all. You get what they give you, and it doesn't have anything to do with what people want. <laughs> I mean, the government and what they provide has nothing to do with what people want. People want things that are general, right? They want protection. Yes, I want protection. But who's to? Su- but he suggested the kind of protection you're getting is a is a, a closed sliding glass door. I don't want that kind of protection. He's pointed out that basically the, the TSA is security theater. It's people acting like they're securing us. I don't want that. Look, I didn't buy a lock for my house that's flimsy. I'll grant you I don't lock it all the time. But when I do lock it, I'm comfortable with the level of locking.
1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And in the marketplace, you would be able to choose to fly on naked air or, or uh, you know, the arm-up air or whatever it is that the, the marketplace would come up with. And so then you could have that difference between the sliding glass door or you could have the, the safe door or you could have the open door. Whatever makes you feel good, and uh, that I think would make the most sense. It may be that um, you know the best thing is to have the uh, the the pilots armed and the passengers not. I don't know what the best thing is. Maybe but the t- I know the marketplace has be ninjas. always <laughs> has always come up with the best solution solutions. Governments generally running uh, through monopolies generally do not. Absolutely the case. They don't have the incentive to come up with anything inventive. What they did was they, you know, they had that uh, that incident last year with the the bomber guy and the underwear bomber. And then somebody said somebody who's connected. I think it was Michael Chertoff, as was mentioned earlier, was connected with these guys. He was already a government guy. He said, "Well, I know this company that's got these scanners," and so they just made a deal with somebody. It does, that doesn't oh, have anything I've, to do I've with what the market I've heard that they were already was. sold before the underwear bomb. Is that right? Yeah. Ah, okay. Just was a perfect time to announce yeah. it. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. It's just cronyism, uh, not innovation. Hour three is coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. We are doing the live Saturday edition of the program, and in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And and Mark. And you can join us on our website at (laughs) freetalklive.com. Mark hasn't been drinking tonight, we promise. (laughs) Uh, Freetalklive.com, the place to go. The features there are free, so enjoy the site. Enjoy the uh, fact that you get to control the content. You get to create and control the content on the front page of the site there. Uh, You can see what I mean by heading on over to freetalklive.com. And let's continue to the phones, to the fun. Uh, You can bring up anything. Let's talk first to Lewis in Virginia Beach. Lewis, you're on Free Talk Live, listening to WTAR. Hi, how are you? Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Lewis? Uh, Well, you know, uh, I was uh, once with a group of people, and I was commenting, we were commenting on the great, great gun grab that took place in uh, New Orleans during mm-hmm. Katrina, where they broke into people's houses and they took uh, normal elderly people and they uh, took their guns away from them. These they were sure houses. did. They even tackled one old lady in her kitchen. Yes, and these were these were people uh, living in a, a safe place. There was no water there. They were able. They, the guns were the only thing they could defend themselves. 
and they took it away from them. And he and the one of the, the soldiers there, I think it was the National Guard, says, I hate doing this. And he didn't want to do it. But nevertheless, they did it. He did it anyway. Yeah. That's right. And the thing that I came up with, he said, I said, you know, it would be a good idea if we had some kind of communication system where a person would have, let's say, 10 or 12 neighbors that he's close contact with. If anybody attacks you, whether it be actually home invasion or the government invading you, 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 ring, you ring something and they all come out of their houses with bats good or guns news. or whatnot. Good news. I have good news and for you. It exists. I know. I heard that it exists in New Hampshire. So uh, that's what I'm asking about. Does it? And what is it? It uh, is called Porcupine 411. And... It's a brilliant system that was set up by one of our tech whiz I'm gurus. not sure you'll get people with bats when you call it. But. No, no, it's, we tend to be peaceful folks. We'll bring cameras, though, and uh, yeah, lots of cameras. I think they're a far more effective uh, deterrent for, for those in law enforcement because yeah. they really know what to do with people with uh, weapons. Bats, you'll just end up dead. But, uh, but, yeah, the idea is you call this number, the Pork 411 phone number, you leave a message, and as soon as you hang up the phone, that message gets blasted out to, well, I don't know, probably a few hundred email addresses. People all across the state of New Hampshire, and people even outside of New Hampshire, are subscribed to this, just kind of keeping the loop uh, with what's going on. So sometimes people use it for simple informational purposes, like, hey, there's a cop set up at this intersection in this, uh, in this city, or you know, there's a speed trap. So it can be informational like that. It can also be used for emergency purposes, like oh, I'm getting pulled over, or the police are here at my house, or or whatever. And so that that is happening. It's actually working, and people can actually get a Porcupine 411 for their local area. You can go to porcupine411.com, and Michael Hampton is the guy that created this uh, this tech guru guy who's one of our guys behind the scenes, uh, uh, helping with the Free Talk Live website. But he basically made it so that he can copy this system and can help other people set it up uh, in their area, or just set it up for you as i understand it uh in uh in your area so it's certainly something if you've got the people that are willing to get active and do this then it'll be useful for you if it's just you and your buddy across town it's not going to be uh it's not going to be so useful well the uh the thing i was also thinking about i did see on the internet where there were some people that had a house uh, several stories a couple of stories whatever it was and, and there was a gate around their property and they came and they said we want your guns the people in that house said, no, you're not, and they actually ended up shooting back at these people trying to disarm them, and the uh, government forces, whoever they were, uh, dissipated and gave up on them. That's uh, news to me. I hadn't heard that anyone had shot at the government agents. I had seen the video footage from post-Katrina where they were around a, a lawyer's house, and that lawyer was giving them a hard time saying, you know, you, you're, you're going to have to take my guns from my cold, dead hands. He didn't fire a single shot, uh, but they did back off on that particular guy. And thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I think that... The solution's first, never going to be shooting at these folks. No. Because, I mean, when you're, t- when you're, you're talking about a group time. of people who have, uh, you know, MP5s, they train with guns all the time. You know, the, the, you know there's... The, the nonviolence is far more dangerous, if that's what the term you want to use, than violence to the system. The system is violence. It's institutionalized Wait, violence. violence is more dangerous yeah, than No, no, it's not. Wait. And nonviolence is, is more dangerous to the system. Oh, dangerous to the system. I see what you're saying. Plus, if you manage to, like, pick them all off at that particular event, I mean, it's only a matter of time till yeah. they bring in full force on you. Yeah, so. that's all you have to do is, is it just look at the evidence of a, uh, what's happened with so many people in so many places and that I have tried to you know, use violence as a solution for the government. I don't blame Lewis for thinking that way. I used to think that way. I used to have that mentality of, well, they're going to come, I'm going to take as many out as I can. Yeah. 
And uh, then I moved to New Hampshire and I got around other people that love liberty. You can actually have hope. And uh, hope came back to my life. And then I moved into uh, moved away from the ideas of violence and toward the ideas of love and forgiveness and and peace. And I like being in this place. It's uh, it's it's much much happier, much more relaxing. But but nonetheless, uh, what he says about Hurricane Katrina may be a shock to the system. We were talking earlier about how people are a lot of people are just unplugged. They don't know what's going on. They don't know that. The TSA is installing these body scanners. They don't even know what they are. They don't realize there's a new, more invasive security pat-down. They have no clue. They are completely unplugged. They're plugged into their own lives, and I don't blame them for that. But that story about Katrina is one of those, it's one of those news stories that didn't get a whole lot of play. Most people probably don't know. If you ask them, did you know they confiscated people's guns after Hurricane Katrina? I doubt most people would have any clue that they did that. Yeah, gun confiscations going on in America. Did you know that at one point they come into an old lady's kitchen? She's got a pistol. She's not aiming it at them or anything like that, but she doesn't want to give it up. So she feels it's their only her only protection. Right. And she she's lives alone. Right. These guys aren't going to stick around at her house and protect her from what's going on. No, out they there. bum rushed her and then knocked her over and took her pistol from her. And, and uh, did they break her footage. hip? Huh? Did they break her hip? I don't know. Maybe they broke her hip, but it did not look nice. They, they, you know, these hulking California police officers. That's right. The California cops came out to New Orleans and were yeah. doing this stuff. Yeah, they have a lot of accountability, right? These hulking police officers come in there and they, they literally tackle this woman. And she was this living in her home by herself. This was her way of protecting herself from the people that were going around and looting. The people that were looting that weren't the cops. Yeah, the ones that weren't the cops that were looting. Because there were cops that were looting, too. There's video footage of them uh, loading up a shopping cart full of televisions and things like that in Walmart and just walking out the front door with it. Might as well. <laughs> so so when you talk about these things, it, it bristles people. Like, what? That, 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 that can't happen here. This is America. That can't happen here. What about the, the, the Second Amendment? Yeah, what about freedom? I know it's a total cliche just to, you know, whenever you're in conversation, somebody says something, you say, well, it's a free country. But I have not even heard that cliche. Yeah, I don't think people say that much Within the anymore. past few years. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's something that when you said it, it didn't even have meaning anymore. But now it's gotten to the point where nobody says it. it it's just a dead phrase. Just don't say it. Back to the phones and to the fun. Let's talk to Joe listening in Virginia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Joe. 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 Hey, guys. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Uh, long-time caller, first-time listener. Welcome, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I uh, discovered you guys by accident um, uh, scanning around on my Internet radio, and I think you're great. Oh, lovely. And also, uh, I, uh, I'm constantly badgering my wife to, to move to New Hampshire. I really want to do it. But she loves that. Well, she, she, she gives me you-know-what about everything. So. Yeah. But in any case, um, I uh, uh, became a libertarian in 2007. I guess my awakening was kind of when I would hear Ron Paul on TV or whatnot, and and, uh, um, and somebody went, "Oh, the libertarian guy," and that's when I started, in, you know, investigating for myself, and that's what led to that. Um, but uh, but I was listening to your. Um, uh, replay last night when I went to bed, and I have uh, a uh, statement and, and a question. Um, I'm very proud of what my great-great-grandfather did in the Franco-Prussian War, and I would like to know what you guys are going would do about Otto von Bismarck if you went back in time. 
Okay, so uh, you're going to have to help me out with this one. I, I've studied American history as much as I can simply because, well, that's what the questions I normally get. Otto von Bismarck, is he the... Uh, the no, president? it's just a joke. I was listening okay. to that one guy who was going on and on about his grandfather and what would you do about Hitler. Ah, yes. But okay. now I want to know who Otto von Bismarck is. I know he, he, uh, he was like leader of Germany in the... At some point in the 1800s. I, I, I don't know if you had something else you wanted to bring up. You're certainly welcome to, uh, if you are, or if you would like. Hang on, 800-259-9231. And let's find out who Audubon Bismarck is. It's Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of stuff there for you, and it is all totally free. Uh, You can enjoy the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see them there. That's Shrine com, And I want to tell you about the Totasac. The Totasac. Totasac.com. T-O-T-A-S-A-K. Oh, I'm sorry. .us. Thank you for the correction. Totasac.us. T-O-T-A-S-A-K dot U-S. You can go there and pick yourself up a family pack of this brilliant little device. It is a retail grocery bag carrier that can handle more than you can. The one-trip wonder for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home. You can get it. As I said, in a family pack, you can, I think that's got six yes. of them in it. So plenty to uh, to distribute amongst your family. Also, you can, if you're like you run your own business, you want to resell the Totasac, you can buy them at wholesale in bulk. They're at, awesome. Yeah, Totasac.us. In fact, you'll find out how awesome they are if you're lucky enough, because a little bit later on, we're going to give you a chance to win a two pack. Uh, so head on over to Totasac.us to order some for uh, upcoming holiday season to give us gifts, and then stay tuned for your chance to win a two pack coming up shortly here on Free Talk Live. Uh, let's continue here. We had Joe on in Virginia. Joe, you're, you uh, you were telling us kind of about your history of coming up to, uh, to the ideas of liberty. And then you asked this, threw out a question, which you said was a joke about Otto von Bismarck, but it made me curious as to who the guy was. Can you explain? Uh, he was like one of the German generals during the uh, glory days of like Prussia, which is part of Germany, who eventually, you know, Prussia eventually took over all of Germany in the 1800s. Yeah, I know that, a little bit about history, not a whole lot. But. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much true. It appears to have been a, a staunch monarchist, and uh, pretty much all that crap went away uh, within a few years after his death. But um, yeah, that, it looks that way. And he was um, there was the war, the the, Frus- the Prussian uh, Franco-Prussian War during his tenure as uh, I think a Minister Prezat or whatever they w- wanted to call the Prime Minister of Prussia. Probably not. Go ahead. No, and I just wanted to note that you didn't catch uh, catch me when I said long time caller, first time listener. You oh, just yeah. said, "Oh, welcome." Oh. I, I caught it. I just didn't. I didn't want to focus on it. But thank you for the <laughs> thank you for the thoughts and the call tonight. I certainly appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So, oh, by the way, this von Bismarck character—probably just another politician or general or whatever—but yeah, sometimes broken clocks strike 
you know, strike uh, strike correctly a couple times a day. And in this case, he's got a couple of good quotes here. Quote, anyone, and this is according to Wikipedia, anyone who has ever looked into the glazed eyes of a soldier dying on the battlefield will think hard before starting a war. And then... Yeah, apparently he didn't think hard enough. Yeah, right. And then uh, people never lie so much as after a hunt, during a war, or before an election. I think he's pretty much right on that one. Yeah, sounds right. 800-259-9231. Let's continue here and talk to Larry calling from our very own beautiful Keene, New Hampshire. Larry, you're on Free Talk Live. Larry, Hello? you got to turn down your radio if you could, or whatever that is in the background. Yeah. All right, what's on your mind? Uh... I, I was going to say about this 420 meeting you have out in the uh, Central Square that uh, a lot of people get nervous when they see people with guns strapped to their waist and uh, topless women and all that stuff. There's uh, the new warden for the prison in Marlboro, the new prison, has a group of uh, law enforcement people who want to get rid of all the drug laws because uh, he says they're a waste of space in his jail. He's correct. <laughs> so he That's uh, Rick Van Wickler. He's a speaker for law enforcement against prohibition. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's one thing. The other thing is um, when you guys are talking on the radio... Uh, by, the way, Larry, the, by the way, before you go on, the 420 celebrations are pretty much over at this point. Uh, I don't know when yeah, the last yeah, one was. Yeah, um, when you're talking on the radio... <clears throat> um, you speak so fast, and then, like, in between every statement, you breathe very heavily, and it's coming over the radio like That's you Mark. sound like uh, Yeah, it's just so strong that, uh, you know, you lose credibility when you, when you have this uh, sort of evangelistic uh, uh, talking going on, you know, ranting and raving and then breathing, and it, it, it just sounds crazy. <laughs> no talking, no breathing. Yeah, Hold your breath, right. it's coming across so heavy. It's it's just crazy. Anyway, I I love what you guys are doing. I've been here thirty years from New York, and I couldn't have picked a better place to live. <clears throat> and uh, the other thing is, wh- where are these meetings? Because I've been looking on the net and everything for these meetings that people getting together, you know, and all of this. This is good. Where, where are they? Well, I'll tell you what. You're here in our beautiful Keene, New Hampshire. People all around the country are. A lot of people are paying attention to what's going on in Keene. And uh, and they can go to freekeen.com, and there's a calendar there that you can click into to kind of see what's going on. So some folks come up, and they, they pay a visit, and they want to see what's happening uh, while they're here visiting, and that's a great place to go. And we actually just launched a brand-new Google Calendar at uh, calendar.freekeen.com is where, uh, where folks can go to find out what's happening around here. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to meet some of these people and go to some of these uh, gatherings, and I, I just can't find. There's nothing on there as to where or when. It, it, on the calendar. Meeting, uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, if you go to if you go to calendar.freekeen.com, everything has the where and the when right there. It's brand new. Uh, I highly recommend you take a close look at it. And you click on the event that you want to look at. It'll give you the address. It'll give you details. It'll give you a forum thread you can click into to join a discussion. And that should be what you're looking for. You do have internet access, I take it. Yeah, calendar.freekeen.com. You got it, sir. Uh, yeah, all right, good. Thanks That's for the good. call tonight, Larry. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. And Mark, I haven't been noticing your breathing tonight. I haven't, you know, I, but some I, people I, notice more than me, I guess. I, you know, I, I stammer a little, and uh, but if you listen to Rush Limbaugh, he's made a career of going, <laughs> I mean, and somehow or another, he manages to make it. Everybody's got their contentions with every talk show host as far as their their you know manner of speaking. 
and trying to get someone to change how they speak, you know, if you if they draw breaths in, you know, maybe I do sound like a, a you know a crazy Baptist preacher. I have no idea. I certainly haven't uh, <laughs> I haven't stylized my speaking to sound that way. Um, and you know, th- by the way, the, certain certain preachers have a lot of success convincing people. So who knows? So what Larry had called with the very beginning was uh, kind of a reference, and he ended up being a, a pretty friendly uh, caller and t- toward the ideas of freedom, it sounded like, but referencing the 420 celebrations that were going on here, and one of the activists that is kind of known for the 420 celebration, the, the, essentially the creator of it, uh, Rich Paul, is always seen with a revolver on his hip. So, uh, I, And I can see why it... It upsets people, the idea of, uh, you know, for especially people that don't know exactly what uh, marijuana is uh, as far as a drug goes, the idea of people doing drugs and being armed at the same time. But Although at- I, I have talked to Rich Paul about this several times, and he says he doesn't mix his activism with that. You know, he'll open carry or do the 420. He'll never right? do both. Yeah. Huh. Well, well, either way, I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I, there's certainly there's there's certainly people that do do that, um, you know, amongst, you know, the activists. But I'd also tell people, you know, when you go into bars, your state likely has uh, concealed weapons, concealed weapons permits that people there's probably people in the bar that have guns underneath their coats. And you, just because you don't, you see, don't know, it's, it's really about whether or not you can see it is what the big complaint is. Yeah. What the Democrats here in town basically will complain about is the idea that you can see the weapon. Not that they have it, but that you can... It's scary to yeah, show people Yeah, it's an intimidation stuff. factor to them. Uh, yeah, to them. I mean, apparently they're the not cops intimidated are the by... ones that are hurting people. <laughs> the cops are well, the ones know. that are I taking... I don't know that that's true. Some well, cops do have and some cops have not. But when... I mean, they're not scared of cops open carrying and wonder wonders why. Because but, they what? They have the mantle of authority from right, government. They got shiny buttons, man. Yeah, there's no evidence that the people that open carry, the liberty-loving activists that open carry are in any way a threat to anyone or are brandishing or anything like that. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line 1 800 259 9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free. So head over there, enjoy those on us. Uh, features, by the way, including archives. If you've missed a moment, just click and download. They're yours on the front page. We've got the last seven days worth, and then if you click into the archive section, that'll take you back to late 2006, courtesy of HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com host you. That You can create your very own website there with their free site builder tools and templates. If you use the portal that we've created, HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com, you'll get your first month completely free. HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. All right, so we are going to continue and take your phone calls about whatever you want. We just talked with uh, Larry in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, and he was calling regarding the activism movement here and and that he wanted to plug in. And, of course, the best place to do that is over at FreeKeene.com. Free Keene, by the way, 
man, did we have a lot of hits this week. With uh, with Meg being harassed by the TSA, the uh, interview with uh, with her on our show about that, hitting it big time across the Internet. There are about 700,000 views of that particular YouTube video as a result of it getting on Drudge Report and then being linked over on, I guess, right today, the Washington Post linked to it. I mean, it's it's all over the place. That has resulted, I mean, the, the popularity around you, Meg, has resulted in a lot of people Googling Meg McLean. And the first result... Thankfully, is freekeen.com, which is a perfect first result because that's, to my knowledge, the only place where you blog. Yeah, at this point, yes. Uh, but you do have your own website, which is libertyflare.com. Yeah, Can Liberty. you tell our listeners a little bit about Liberty Flare? Uh, it's just a small website I started where I make small one-inch buttons that have you know either liberty-oriented messages or images, something like that on them. Uh, very cheap, and I have... People who come in from different liberty groups and sponsor those so that they can get some of the proceeds as well. So people can feel like they're helping out different liberty organizations when they buy these. And it's a great way. You just put them on your bag and you can start conversations with people about them. And, you know, it's been going really good for me. And I hope to get something up soon here about the, uh, you know, opt out day for TSA, because obviously I feel like I, I almost have a responsibility to do something for it now because it. it it is an important subject, and I think more people should be discussing it. I still want to talk about the opt-out day when we get a chance, but I wanted to make sure folks knew about LibertyFlare.com, a great place to go and get, uh, like you said, these are very affordable. I mean, you can get oh, yeah, a handful cents. of them for next to nothing. Yeah. So uh, LibertyFlare.com, go on over there and see what Meg's got up for sale, and uh, you occasionally we'll do specials. Are there anything, is there anything running right um, now? At this point, no. Like, I just got home late right. last night, so obviously it's it's been a very hectic week. And I'm uh, sure you'll tell us about it when you do. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll get something up going soon. All right, to the phones and the fun. We'll talk about opt-out day here in a moment, uh, which is coming up on the 24th. Jason, I believe, is with us here in North Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jason. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, well, I have a confession. Hmm. I'm a former pro TSA person, and I've been uh, watching the video uh, of Meg McLean and following what people are saying about this. And I wanted to give you guys sort of what I would have said a few years ago when I thought the TSA was a legitimate institution, and then sort of what I think can be done to debunk that myth that I had in my mind. All right, give it to us. All right, so. I, I used to think of the TSA as just being a security organization, you know, and security is good, right? So I thought that people that complained about that were just being whiny and they weren't in favor of security and, and all that nonsense that I'm sure you've heard before. But mm-hmm. specifically, in a situation like with what happened with Meg, I saw her as the initiator of the confrontation between her and the TSA, because to me, it's like you go to the airport, you know that there's going to be screening. You might not know the particulars of exactly what they're going to do, but it's not like nobody doesn't know that there's security checkpoints at the airport. So I figure you go to the airport, you accept that you're going to have to go through a screening procedure. If you don't want that, don't do it. And for her to go in there and have questions, to me, that would have been her initiating 
mm-hmm. a confrontation with the TSA, not them initiating a confrontation with her. We get that a lot uh, up here in New Hampshire, where the uh, some of the liberty activists, more on the outside the system, civil disobedience side, when they are doing something uh, of a disobedient nature, and the police respond in some ludicrous fashion, like they did when they sent twelve, uh, they sent out more than a dozen cops to arrest twelve of us uh, for being out at the jail and doing nothing more than walking around and, and waving at people and you know being friendly. Uh, they sent a dozen cops out there. The complaint was that we wasted the police's time; that it was our fault that the police had to go out there and do that. And of course, it's poppycock because uh, in those, in all of those cases, the police could have done nothing they could have said well they're not hurting anybody there's nothing wrong with them being out of the jail it's public property we're just going to leave this alone or they could have sent one officer out he could investigate and been like screw this i'm going back and find you know some real criminals to go after but the people who support the system see us as the uh, as the initiators of you know forcing the police's hand when the police have discretion and they can choose to use that discretion at any uh, at any point in time so it's a common mindset of the person who's yeah. uh, you know s- the state is supporting this the system and- I I also can't understand, like, maybe where people who think like that come from, because a lot of activists, uh, especially some of the ones here in Keene, when they do get, you know, in these situations where they're more combative and they get more aggressive, louder with their talk. And, you know, it does seem like they're trying to create a scene. But for me personally, I just, you know, I was very quiet. I, I I'm kind of a soft spoken person, especially since in this instance, I was all by myself. And so it's not like I was trying to make a scene with it or anything like that. I was just personally uncomfortable with the situation. So what changed so what's with the you? solution? Right. So what finally cured me of that mentality was mentally separating the TSA from the airline. Because I was thinking of it as you want to fly, you're going to get screened by the TSA. But then I realized... It's no different than minimum wage between an employer and employee or prohibition on marijuana sale or anything else. There are airlines, maybe not all of them, but certainly some of them, that don't want to do these screenings, and maybe there are others that do, mm-hmm. but, but they're not given that option. So when I started to see flying as a contract between the individual and the airline and the TSA as a third party, that had nothing to do with the transaction at all. Mm. That's what changed it for me because I am in support of strong security at airports, but the TSA is an arbitrary institution that inserted itself into the security procedures. and It wasn't asked by the individuals or by the airlines to come there. You know, I don't want the TSA there, and some of the airlines don't want the TSA there. And that's what cured me of, of seeing the activists as the initiators was realizing that the the airline makes a contract with the individual, the TSA was not requested to be there at all. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I addressed in one of my last blogs is that when the TSA, um, the first lady who was just so mean and nasty to me the whole time, when she ripped up my ticket, she was basically ripping up a contract I had made with a third party that had nothing to do with her whatsoever. Right, and thereby putting them in the position of either refunding your ticket or or doing something else to get involved or losing you as a customer, which, Which, you know, they decided to do. That airline did lose you as a customer that day. Well, yeah, because the airline ended up promised. They promised you they were going to take care of you and then later on reneged on that. Yeah, they uh, said they would give me a week to find either another airport or just come back and try again and ended up they wanted to change that back to their two-day policy when I called them. Hmm. 
There you go. Anything else you want to share tonight, Jason? No, I think that's about it. I just wanted to, you know, explain how I conceptualized it and why I broke out of the mentality of seeing the TSA as the good guys. Good call, sir. I appreciate hearing from you. Thanks for that explanation. Uh, thank you. 800-259-9231. That's the call-in line number. That's not the giveaway number. If you want to get yourself a two-pack of the Tota Sack to help you bring those groceries back in from the car, man, I do it every single time. I love the Tota Sack. The Tota Sack is awesome. It is one of my favorite uh, products. Uh, you can uh, call right now at 603-435-1105. We'll give it to caller number 10. 603-435-1105. You win a two-pack of the Tota Sack. Call now. we still got more Free Talk Live coming up. Enough time for your thoughts about whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Live. There are moments remaining in this, the live Saturday edition, but maybe enough time for your call if you make it right now. That number is 1-800-259-9231, and that number is brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 800-259-9231. In the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Meg is distracted. And Meg. What are you looking at over there? <laughs> Sorry, I was reading something from somebody. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you can uh, join us online as well at freetalklive.com and enjoy the webcam, cam.freetalklive.com. That is a way you can not only listen and watch the show, but you can also interact with other listeners because our chat room is built into the very same page. So go to cam.freetalklive.com and know that it is brought to you by Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer great prices and service on networking equipment such as Cisco routers and switches. Their stuff's in stock, ready to ship via overnight delivery. It's memorydealers.com. All right, Meg, how long is that email, the hate email from the TSA? Uh, It's pretty short. Okay, hang on to that. I'm hoping we can sneak that in here before the end of the show tonight, but let's get to the phones and to the fun. First, Chris is listening to WCHV in Charlottesville, Virginia. How you doing tonight? Hey, Chris, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I was hearing what your uh, what your previous caller was saying about uh, waking up and you know not being on the side of the TSA, and and I hope you'll bear with me just for a second. Sure. I came up to the north, the northeast, to study music in Boston, and I read a biography by um, Coltr- about Coltrane, John Coltrane, and he thought of uh, music as a stream of energy flying over his head, a big stream of energy. And if he worked hard enough and he put enough time into it, he could tap into that that stream of energy and actually become a channel. And I I thought that that was really a fantastic way to describe um, how how a human being can raise up above certain things and and do great things. And, uh, you know, I tie this together because... You know, I look at um, I look at my spirituality that way. If I if I work hard enough, my spirituality is going to allow me to rise up above, and you know, hopefully, come to some great understandings. And this is my great understanding. I'm going to tie it up. We were attacked, <laughs> and the airlines could not 
sell tickets because they thought terrorists were going to be on board those planes. So the TSA came in to make the public a little bit more easy about getting on those planes instead of getting blown up in the middle of nowhere. So I really wish the TSA was not necessary, but we're at war. And Americans need to remember I'm that. Not. I'm not we're, at war, sir. We're at war. No, I'm not. Well, believe me, if somebody puts a knife up to your throat in the name of Islam, you're going to do something to stop him, aren't you? Well, you know, um, the fact is Bridgestone <laughs> has... Bridgestone I'm sure has, you would. Bridgestone I'm sure has, you would. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to stop I'm sure somebody. you would. Right, so I'm you not would done. be at war then, sir. But, you but, would be at war then. Right. I understand. Yes, that, you would. I, I would be yes, at war if pigs shot out of my butt and, uh, <laughs> so, you know, the, the, they turned into terrorists. I don't know. I mean, these are if scenarios. But what I'd like to point out is the marketplace has, uh, you know, situations that occur. Bridgestone had a terrible situation with uh, tires blowing up. We didn't need the government to come in and put an agency that tests every tire and actually doesn't even really do it because the TSA misses 50% of guns, knives, and bombs that they test themselves on with their own red team. So the TSA isn't actually protecting you from terrorists. It's only setting up a theater that pretends like it's protecting you from terrorists. If you wanted, if you were a terrorist, you're going to get through the TSA or you're going to figure some way out Is as if airplanes are your number one target anyway. I mean, there's shopping malls and uh, big buildings and all kinds of places terrorists can Mark, attack. Mark, we are at war. By the way, he dropped off the line. Mark, we we are at war. We I love need the to thing have... about the, the the energy and Coltrane and stuff. I love that. I thought that the, was yeah, awesome. I, I like that too. Well, and... I mean, plus I've never had anybody come and attack me or put a knife to my throat in the Thank name goodness. of Islam. But every time I've tried to fly, I have been harassed by the TSA. Well, look, we need to have more of this. I mean, we are at war. Well, we need to have yes. the to- wait, wait. We need to have the TSA in the streets. We need to have them out in front of your apartment building. We need to have them out in front of your place of business. I mean, the terrorists could tr- could strike anywhere. What, you really think they're going to uh, hit a plane next? TSA, I mean, excuse me, the, the terrorists, uh, whoever they are, are actually at war with the United States and some people and people in it, the ones that they can get to. And that much is true. But one has to ask themselves why. It's not like foreign policy started on September 11th, 2001, when we were attacked. I mean, where where are all these American citizens that were concerned about the United States government downing a pass, Iranian passenger plane in 1987? Nobody seems to care about that. There's somebody on the line. Is that Chris still? Hello? Chris, you still there? I don't know. I heard something. Oh, if we were talking over him, I thought we were No, was no. They, they, the board op said he had dropped out. Okay. Now, it's, now it sounds like All he's right. dead again. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the, the excuse of, well, the government has, has killed people around the world and uh, created these terrorists, so therefore we need more government. Hmm. Right. Well, if the government keeps on fighting more wars in the Middle East, it's going to create more terrorists because the fact is there's killing civilians when they kill bad guys. It's happening. All, the numbers are as high as 10 civilians for every one bad guy. There's The State Department says that there's only several hundred. There are hundreds of Taliban. Those, by the way, are not al-Qaeda people. And dozens of al-Qaeda people in uh, the Waziristan provinces of uh, Pakistan and uh, of uh, Afghanistan. Which means that when the, when you talk about these hundreds of people being killed, most of them weren't terrorists. They were just people. But and they create their the, families loved yeah. them. And when their child grows up, they're going to hate America. And some of those children are going to want to kill your kids because of it. And there's only one way to stop that, and that is to withdraw all the troops from around the world and say, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the best. It's the best plan. You know, but being an American means you never have to say you're sorry. Being in the government means that. No, no, really. I mean, I, many Americans really feel I this am way. Sorry we are I, right. I'm sorry that I ever paid taxes to support this government. I'm sorry that I did that, and I won't do it again. Well, as best you can. 
Yep, I will do everything I can to uh, to avoid uh, being obedient to these people and paying uh, paying the, their ransom, their demands. They're a criminal. They are the terrorists. The U.S. federal well, government. Now you're are in the, the game terrorists. of who, which terrorists are worse. You're, 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 uh, I would say they're worse. The governments in uh, governments in the last hundred years have killed well, more people than any individual yeah, governments have. in general. That much is true. But um, when you the look U.S. At, government has killed more people than any terrorists. These crazy Islam nut jobs. The fact is, they're look crazy at the crazy Islam, government people. They, they bomb people and they kill people. Wait a second, Hiroshima, man. Just Nagasaki. wait a second. When government people kill other people around the world, then you give credence to the nuts. Then it drives people into their arms. That's the, the, the sort of the, the scenario here. The crazy Islamic nut jobs would just be crazy Islamic nut jobs if you left the you know, if you left the Middle East alone. We've got crazy Christian nuts and crazy, you know, crazy every every kind of nut as far as religions go here in the United States. Yeah, and you can't protect people from crazy. That's just no. something you can That's never right. prepare for. I mean, if a guy walks into a building and just starts, you know, smashing people's heads against the wall, you, there's nothing to prepare anybody for that. Well, you could let them, uh, you know, carry weapons to protect themselves and then they'd be more likely to uh, be able to defend themselves if, such a, if a scenario uh, occurs. And that's but why the TSA cop, isn't necessary. Whenever, whenever you're dealing with a situation of crime, uh, the cops are only minutes away when seconds count, you know? And, and that's why the TSA isn't necessary, because human beings are fully capable of taking care of themselves. And when left to their own devices, the marketplace will come up with ways to allow people to take care of themselves, whether it's allowing people to pack heat or a knife or something like that on a plane or a complete strip search or whatever. Let's let the market decide rather than bureaucrats. Let's continue and talk to Mark listening in Waco to Info FM on KBCT. Hello, Mark. Hello. Okay. I had a real quick comment. I'd like to know your opinion uh, on this. This nonsense about the six hundred billion dollar bailout. We just there was seven hundred billion before. Now they're talking about six hundred billion. I don't know what exactly is going on with that uh, at the moment. But uh, I'm wondering where will the American people finally have enough of this nonsense? And then another thing about the TSA, just to add on, uh, just to teach TSA a lesson. Why why don't we organize something to where we all go in the airport naked and spread our butt cheeks so that way that way, that way we don't that, that way they know we don't have bombs. Well, I will tell you that on the twenty fourth, opt out day is happening, and I don't know if you want to try the butt cheek spreading uh, thing, but I know that the folks over at wewontfly.com dot com are working together with the opt out day um, plan to we spread fly dot com. That's right, wewontfly.com. dot com. <laughs> To spread information to the people in the airports. Now, the 24th is the day before Thanksgiving, the most traveled day in the airports in this country. Great day to do some outreach. Great day to get some information into people's hands to explain to them what these body scanners are, what this pat down is, and how to refuse and how to, uh, you know, to to non cooperate and and uh, encourage people to open up their eyes um, and, to, and to ask the question of when and maybe will be their butt cheeks now. Maybe they will do that. I don't know. They, and another thing is, I had gone through um you know uh issue with security where they patted me down because uh, apparently uh I, I don't even know what happened i probably just left my belt on but they patted me down and what happened was uh you know it, i i told them you know just to not touch my my genitals or my privates and and the thing is 
they they actually got offended, so I, I basically had to shut my mouth. Otherwise, they were going to hold me up even more and probably say that, I, that I'm a verbal terrorist. And then you'll miss your flight. And, you know, I wish we had more time to talk to you. You're welcome to call us any other night during the week, and I thank you for the, the, uh, the call tonight. Because his question about when will we be fed up, that's a good question. I was fed up enough. I made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and so did you guys. We won't fly.com. We won't fly.com. National opt-out, uh, opt-out day coming up on the 24th. Meg, thanks for coming in tonight. Thank you, guys. We will definitely have you back, and we'll see you tomorrow night uh, for the live uh, internet show at freetalklive.com. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally with information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. Just like you, I don't want to look older than I am. One of the primary causes of premature aging is that people are not getting enough lubrication for their skin. When your skin isn't getting proper lubrication, it shows signs of aging. Fine lines and wrinkles get more pronounced and you begin to show signs of damage. One of the best ways to lubricate your skin is to start with your intestinal tract. Omega fatty acids are vital for the proper functioning of every cell in your body and that lubricates your skin. The acai berry from Brazil is a fantastic source of omega fatty acids. Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice that contains plenty of acai berries that will ensure you get the proper amounts of omega fatty acids in your diet. Acai berry juice tastes fantastic and it's packed with excellent nutrients like omega fatty acids and the antioxidant vitamin C that will help keep you looking youthful and vibrant. Drink a glass of acai berry juice any time of the day and keep your skin looking young and healthy. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.